Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to a special episode of Beer League. This week is a very special episode because this is the 20th episode. Who would have thought we made it this far? But it's also a special occasion because we have two good guests that I could, I've could. i been talking and trying to get them on this podcast for a while. we got my brother, John. You've heard a good bit about him. John, you want to say hi? Hello, Beer yeah. League pod listeners. Yeah, sounds good, right? Yeah. And then we got probably the <laughs> oldest family friend, John's best friend, Andrew Biondi, on the My episode. Hello, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So normally we just started off. I know Andrew is admitted to not listening to any of the podcasts, so we'll shame <laughs> him a little bit. But we're going to start off a little bit with, you know, what have you guys been up to? How was your weekend? Did you do anything fun, holiday things? Or anything? Uh, I can't think back that far. Um, <laughs> life's kind of chaotic, so I, I'm trying to figure out what day today is. Um, Wednesday. Wednesday. <clears throat> Weekend, I worked. I, I got a pretty crazy life right now. Um, I work a couple jobs, and Not I was... Brag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if I didn't have to work both of them, so no. Uh, but yeah, I just worked, and today is my first day off in a while, so uh, it was nice to relax today, finally. That's good. John, for the listeners know I've talked about it, uh, he's having a kid, so he's preparing for that. So what are you doing for your last couple of weeks before being a dad? Oh, last couple of weeks, it's just baby watch. This week, we're going to celebrate a Christmas, just Jules and I. We do that every year. Just We go to the Kris Kringle market. We watch Christmas movies. We have dinner out one night, then we make dinner in. So that's this week on Friday, Saturday. Sunday, I think you're coming by, Mom dad you me jules we're gonna go out for lunch and then uh, make all the pasta for christmas eve yeah are we doing gavadils this year we're gonna do gavadils and tortellini we're only making half the gavadils we did last year and then we're gonna do another i think two pounds of tortellini oh, that's two to call. three pounds just two to three pounds just two to three pounds of tortellini going light on the tortellines huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, my weekend uh, i said it yesterday but i'll say it again i went to t-box this year the like bar crown oh how was it so i was sick all week and I was sick uh, over the weekend. I had like a little bit of a fever and everything, but I still bought my ticket and we had a bunch of friends in town. So oh, I still smart. So I still went, <laughs> but I didn't drink. What color onesie did you have? I didn't wear a onesie. I wore oh. my all Nickelodeon sweater. I'll show you it after this. It's got <laughs> Ah Real Monsters hanging out with Angry Beavers. Oh, that's sweet. At a Christmas party with Hey Arnold and Cat Dog. Cat Dog. I'll show you it. It's really good. So th- what I got to say about going to a Christmas uh, or a bar crawl in general sober, the first half, great. I had a blast. You know, it was so fun. I had 11 cups of water, played a little bit of bubble hockey. It was crushing <laughs> 11 it. 11 cups of water. Um, <laughs> towards the end of the day, second half of the bar crawl, when people started getting a little sloshed, that's when it got really annoying. Oh, yeah. People start turning into zombies and assholes. Well, not even that. It's just trying to keep completely sober, having a talk with someone that's in a Santa suit, drunk, and them just like talking nonsense it's you just don't have time for it like if i was all strunk i'd be like oh i I totally get you man this is i couldn't agree more like tell me more about how your startup app and everything (laughs) but it's like this time it's no i I just couldn't do anything with it but this saturday was a good football saturday or uh, sunday was a good football sunday now we got football this saturday though so i know the bears sucked on sunday the bears we'll we'll get to the bears we always end on the bears all right we buried him yesterday. We did our third fun- f- funeral this year. Good. We gave him two funerals back to back. We skipped the wake. <laughs> and then we brought him back to life. Zombies, but they were cool zombies. 
And now they're just, you know, we buried him in an extra foot. So they're seven feet deep. Um, but before we get into that, is anyone in their fantasy playoffs? Because I know you're a big fantasy guy. When I first got into it, I remember the first draft I ever did, I drafted uh, Trent Richardson. And we were at your oh, sister's big wedding. Big mistake. We were, <laughs> si- we were at your sister's wedding on the balcony at McRae. Oh. And all you said was, ooh, that was a bad pick. And that, was, <laughs> and that was the first time I ever played fantasy football. So uh, l- let's see how, how you've been doing after a couple of years. <laughs> well, uh, Trent Richardson, first and foremost, don't snooze on him. The XFL is coming back. Right? I thought he didn't get picked up. I don't know. Actually, I haven't followed. He up was on in that. the AAF, whatever that thing was. Yeah, he was playing Alliance. That. Yeah, the Alliance Football League. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this I wouldn't be surprised if he popped up in the XFL. Yeah, this has I been. I actually do think he got drafted. Trent Richardson. Yeah, yeah. This has been a down year, uh, four leagues, and <laughs> I did make the ship in one of them. Um, so you're playing this week? Yeah, week sixteen, and it's actually me and my girlfriend who I live with in the championship in this league. So it's going to be an interesting household. Uh, let's see if she continues cooking for me or if she tries to did you malnourish both, me. Did you both change your passwords? Because I would just go in and bench all of her starters. <laughs> no, but I, I was going to try to like get her to the gym and, and just like run her to death, like half to death, just to get her <laughs> the, the night before the waiver wire so she couldn't pick up this uh, Paraman fella. Um, now that the um, – the Tampa wide receivers out. What's his name? Both no. of them. Godwin and Godwin. Mike Evans. Yeah. 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 So already, John, Johnny, you guys know Johnny Rodriguez. He is our producer that looks up everything. I'm already missing him at this moment just because mm-hmm. he would have looked up everything. Um, what? Who on her team are you most afraid of? Does she have like a Lamar Jackson? Because no. that would suck. No, she is stacked from, from top to bottom, though. Um, T to B. Michael Thomas. Okay, that's good. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, she outscored the rest of the league by, like, 200 points, and that's with Devontae Adams, like, on her bench most of the year, considering, you know, the season he's had. But she's got uh, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin. She now has Perriman, now that Godwin's hurt, and Mike Evans is hurt. She's got Chris Carson, um, and that's – a yeah, I I don't know about any other – Who's her quarterback? Oh, uh, a little guy named uh, Russell Wilson. I'm not okay. sure if you've heard of him. Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> Follow-up question. Are you the only two people in this league? How do you get that stacked of a team? So this is actually – Chris Godwin. No, yeah. This is my favorite league, actually. I'm glad you asked that. Um, <laughs> because it's a two-quarterback league, and naturally – You can play two quarterbacks? Well, it's it's a one-quarterback and then an offes- offensive position. Um, so you can start anybody you, you want. Them? Obviously, it's smartest to start a quarterback. They're the highest scorers. So uh, naturally, uh, you know, all the – Majority of the league goes after quarterbacks early. For example, there's one chick who took um, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, and then Mayfield back to back, and oh, brutal. I love it because you get teams. Yeah, you get teams like the team that I listed um, last year. I think I had I had Michael Thomas, Devonte Adams, um, Chris Carson, Todd Gurley, and then you flip in you know some late round flyer quarterback like a Kirk Cousins I have this year who's worked out, Jameis Winston. And I don't think I touched a quarterback until probably the fifth or sixth round, which is very early for me. But in that league, that, it's you know quarterbacks Almost are flying off. Yeah, and quarterbacks are flying off the board in that league. So um, I was happy to get Kirk Cousins, and then Minshew. Uh, I, I got you, on that. You drafted him? No, no. I I was lucky enough to 
B on him on the waiver wire. I was going to say, you really <laughs> noted <laughs> the mustache magic. Yeah. He was being on him. Yeah, being <laughs> on him. Yeah, that's how I put it, yeah. <laughs> so who, who do you got on your team to counteract her beast mode? So uh, my receivers are definitely my weakest point. These have got to be the weakest receivers you've ever seen on a championship team. Right now, because I drafted Juju, and, and as we all know how that's going. But um, mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd, who's been serviceable. Uh, he's been, had a couple down weeks. Uh, last week was against <laughs> New England. So naturally, he had a, he had a down week. Uh, I'm hoping – I'm needing him to bounce back. Not hoping. Know, I need him to bounce did back. Did you know that he had the same amount of catches and less yards than Gilmore, who was guarding him? Oh, I thought you were going to say then me, who watched the game from my couch. No. Because <laughs> I don't Gilmore, think he did very well. Stefan Gilmore yeah. had two catches. So did Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd had 18 yards. Stefan Gilmore had like 60. So the cornerback had the same amount of receptions and then almost triple his yards. So yep. that's, that's a good performance. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. well, there's nowhere but up for Tyler Boyd. And so that's my <laughs> wide receiver one and two. I'm going to have to rock D.D. Westbrook or Golden Tate who I was very confident with Golden Tate up until this Eli Manning thing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I don't know, two weeks, um, I'm not very confident in that all of a sudden. He had a big touchdown last week. He did have one big touchdown that I would not rely on going forward. One big 51-yard reception. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. So that would have saved you if you started him. Um, and then I got. I mean, running backs. You got to have something going. Yeah. On. So running backs is my strong point. I also drafted Darren Waller, and uh, so that's been a great value pick. That but is my, a really good pick. My running backs are um, McCaffrey, obviously. Oh, so, mm, okay. yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Things yeah. are making a lot more sense. Yeah, McCaffrey, now. Uh, Sony Michelle's in my flex, and uh, Josh Jacobs. And I do have DeAndre mm. Washington for when Josh Jacobs is questionable. He's been questionable like every week this year, so. Uh, <laughs> I, I've had DeAndre Washington for a while. DeAndre Washington was startable, uh, I think, two weeks ago, and he went off. Um, He's good. Yeah, yeah. I, good. I think that the running back in that system is is pretty is serviceable for sure. Yeah, you, yeah. You want to play them. All right, John. How are you doing this year? Well, I was in two leagues. One was Andrew's family's league, and I sucked. I think I was I last, second to last. Oh, I think Liz was behind me. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrible, but in my other league, I'm in a, <clears throat> excuse me, in a PPR league. Pat runs it. Pat uh, is my buddy. Um, in that league, I was in the semis. I was leading going into the Sunday night game. I forget who he had, but he, he pulled away. Was it Zacherts? I forget who he had. Was it the Eagles game? Who scored twenty eight and a half? Yeah, must have been. Yeah, I think it was a tight end. So he had Zach Ertz pulled away by like 30-something points, and I had Michael Thomas and Kamara going into Monday night's game. Oh, so that was last week. Yeah, so then they Michael Thomas almost pulled me into uh, Kamara sucked to win, year. but Kamara sucks, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, he beat me by overall. a couple points. So that's a long-winded way of saying that I'm out in both my leagues. There's just been – it was a tough year. The reason I brought up the <coughs> Zach Ertz thing is because I was getting a little bit of PTSD. So I was up by 28 points going into that game and i was the eighth seed playing the one seed and so i was thinking like i'm not gonna lie i, I gucci'd myself i was like this is <laughs> done like, I, I could go to sleep been there and so i decided you know he only had i think like nine points and i was like oh there's two minutes left in the game might as well just watch my victory um update on the xfl johnny manzel and trent richardson were both 
off the draft list and the XFL. All right. I had a feeling. Wow. Huge news. Huge, Huge news. That's, that's, that's breaking. Breaking. <laughs> but back to this. Two minutes left. Two minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. He scored two touchdowns and 80 yards in four minutes of game time, including overtime. And so he got 28 and a half points. So the final score was 107 to 106 and a half. So I lost by a half. Two and eight seed when you're the one seed. No, no. Right. I was the eight seed. Oh. So the one seed won. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm even – I'm. I sucked all year. And yeah, I, I know yeah. I didn't deserve to win, but I wanted to win. Oh yeah, and you <laughs> think you got it locked? Yeah, but at least the you know the eight it's palatable kind of knowing like oh, I probably shouldn't have been here in the first place. But I mean, you gotta start. <laughs> look, you gotta start <laughs> I start looking at it where it's like, am I the just James? happy to be here? <laughs> I turned it on with two minutes thirteen seconds left in the game. Thirteen seconds later, exactly thirteen seconds later, he scored a touchdown, and I turned to John on the couch, and I was like. That's not the best for me. Like I'm still winning by ten points, but like that's not good. And then they, uh, he scored a touchdown um, on the last play of the game, so that's oh. good. You know, that's that's a good way to lose. I lost. I'm humble in defeat, I guess. <laughs> in fashion, you know, I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to do something, but it's whatever. So it sounds like our fantasy league, you know, didn't didn't go as good. But what have you guys thought about the NFL as a whole this year? Before we get into the Bears. Hmm. Um, I think it's been pretty entertaining. We've had some good games. Yeah, it has been. Um, you know, there's a lot of criticism with the refs and, and this uh, the pass interference, a lot of rule changes. Um, you know, a lot of old-timers want to talk about how it's gotten soft and uh, kind of, yeah, I mean, how else do you put it? it it's a lo- Some of these penalties you see, you know, if you're like an old-school guy like me, you, you kind of mm-hmm. cringe a little bit. Um, <laughs> with some of these calls, yeah, you know, the like targeting let, penalties like are kind of bullshit. Let the guys play yeah. a little bit, um, and I understand the motive behind it. But here's my the grief I have with the NFL. Like, if you want to pretend like you care about player safety and not about money, and then you go with a collecting bargaining agreement, and they're pushing it for 17 games, yeah, and you know you eliminate mm-hmm. five minutes off of overtime, right? You know that rule change you know, to limit, you know, contact and dangerous hits and stuff. But at the end of the day, you want more game. You want you want more money. That's yeah, what it's about. It's more revenue coming in, maximizing the revenue. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think the NFL's been it's been entertaining to watch. In the beginning of the season, it was all favorites winning, but now I feel like the last two thirds of the season, it's anybody's game every Sunday. But isn't that good? Like the Falcons, yeah, it is. The it Falcons is Falcons Niners game this week. No one saw that. No, nobody Falcons, saw that yeah. coming. Falcons have won two games this year, by the way. Being plus five hundred or higher money line. Wow! And they got hot for a little bit. There were they beat the Saints too. Yeah, they got hot. Where like I bet you were, you were you considering you hit that mm-hmm. nice. And where you were like picking up their defense. Like they made uh, I think a, a defensive coordinator change, and yeah, they and they had what a two or three game stretch where they were they were playing good, and then uh, well Matt Ryan he's a decent quarterback. I mean he's probably. He's third on top half of the league in, in terms of starting quarterbacks. He's third in uh, passing yards right now. He's third? Mm-hmm. Well, he so was one until go. famous Jameis threw a back-to-back 450-yard-plus <laughs> games. My God. Which is Jeez. insane. I love that guy. It's amazing how productive he is considering all the interceptions oh, he's throwing. Crazy. Like He'll start off a game with like an interception in the first drive like he did this week, and we're all like pulling our hair out. I think and he, then he finishes. Yeah, just to – Get uh, it out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> get, get it out of the way. It's going to happen. 
I'm Jameis Winston. That's what I do. Just get it out of the way. Have you noticed he looks like the guy from Spaceballs with that giant helmet and like a, a weird skinny little body? Rick Moranis? No. Yeah. Is it Rick Moranis? <laughs> yeah. Who was it? Honey, I shrunk my kids. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about uh, what's his name in that? Blackhead or Black yeah, helmet? Black Helmet or something like you that? You think Let he me looks look like that? Darth Dude, helmet. he looks like a he looks like a, a walking candy apple from Seinfeld. <laughs> Let's see. Spaceballs. So as as you guys can probably listening at home there's going to be a good amount of ridiculous references that's just how these two talk so you know it's like movie a, reference it's like a clockwork orange where they had their own dictionary at the beginning of the thing i'll have to do like a bunch of instagram posts just to like <laughs> reference movies that i think no one will see i think spaceball is a good one though spaceball everybody knows that and it's dark helmet you're right it's funny you bring up spaceballs because i'm not a star wars guy never watched the whole series and just yesterday, I watched episode four, what I called episode four, and then I got corrected and said, no, it's a new hope. It's not episode four. <laughs> but it's just funny. Jameis. Oh, that's Jameis Winston. Or that's <laughs> that might be Jameis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. Keep going. My so, thing is, uh, I feel like you're going over the fact that, that he said Spaceballs, Darth Vader, and you... Without any hesitation in the whole world, you just Rick, Mar- <laughs> Rick Moranis. Moranis. I mean, that, like that's you, his that's his best work. You did right it there. in I one mean. breath. <laughs> I think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is better. Ooh, the girl from Honey, I, I Shrunk my, the Kids was my crush for a little bit. The blonde oh. chick. Spaceball Spaceballs has a pretty strong following. Oh yeah, Spaceballs is a good movie. The, the strong it's following. It was like one of the. It was during like the Naked Gun and everything when really like spoofs and parodies started happening i put space balls in the same category as coneheads remember coneheads oh so coneheads oh, yeah. is good Narful the garthox <laughs> who, who is that john who's the lead character i'm blanking on his name uh, uh dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd. dan Aykroyd. Yeah. that's who he is dan Aykroyd and jane curtain it's part of the blues brothers mm-hmm. yep. still alive fun and, fact and you have to say that because you hear about Still celebrities, alive. and you have to think about some of these celebrities. You know what, what dawned on me, like, one of these days when I, I realized I was old is, I don't know why, I, I saw David Arquette, the most random actor you can imagine, right? David, like, who what was that? he from? From the Top Rope? What was he that was, wrestling he's movie? From, yeah, yeah, Ready to Rumble. He's from Ready to Rumble, Eight-Legged yeah. Freaks, and I don't know where this was, like, in a tabloid or something, but I saw a picture of David Arquette, and he's like an old man. I was like, wow, Andrew, like. He was in his prime back when you were watching oh, his yeah. movies. Like you're old too. Like that means you're old. Like I'm old. Wasn't Andrew. he doing like Doritos commercials or something? Oh, he like did that? it all, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. Yeah. He was. Re- he was married to. Um, he's still alive too, by the way. Uh, Courtney Cox from Friends. Really? Yeah. Mm. Pretty sure. I'll Google it. No, that was you. <laughs> see, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it would I like when people, when they say something they're not sure of, but when they just say with such confidence. It's like, uh, you know the game <laughs> Shotgun when you're walking to a car? Like Shotgun to get front oh, seat? Oh, yeah, yeah, It always goes like this in our friend group growing up. If you, so say you clearly called Shotgun, but I was like, no, I, I called Shotgun. You're like, no, I definitely got Shotgun first. If you just double down, you're like. They were married and have a kid. Oh, that is weird. <laughs> if you just double down and you say, no, I called Shotgun. You're like. With confidence. He, he might have called Shotgun <laughs> before me. Like, he Wait, was, am I missing something? He was still he did. called it. He did call. Wow. He was still in the restaurant when I was outside, but now that I think about it, he could have called it in there. <laughs> I was always a big five-minute rule guy. A lot of people don't know that rule, but you know, you get, you get some bush league shotgun players calling it maybe from the couch. You're not even outside, and some no, people well, you gotta be outside. See, to see some people car, have yeah. that rule. Some people don't. And they'll call the shotgun. 
You gotta say no. Five minute rule, because who knows? Maybe the car's ten minute walk away. Five minute rule. Do you Start adhere the to clock. the five minute rule for food as well? When it hits the ground, you have five minutes to consume it. Absolutely. Five seconds. <laughs> no, John's actually right on this one. It is five minutes with the food hitting of the ground. Germs, germs are slow. Okay, I'm gonna get a little <laughs> off topic, and then we'll get back on football. But it, this has always racked my mind for so long. Why is chicken the only meat you can't eat raw? I was always like dumbfounded by that. Like, why is chicken out of any meat that you could eat pork, uh, you fish? Can eat pork raw. I'm pretty yeah, you sure can. you get trichinosis from pork. <laughs> but you can so. eat some of it raw. Yeah, there's and pork tartare. Beef? Don't you get uh, like something? Salmonella? Ebola? Maybe? No, you can you can do beef tartare, pork tartare. So I for like years. Yeah, but then I you was have to cut to it with the, like acid. I was trying to do the no Google. I just wanted to, you know the barroom discussion. Yeah. So finally this year I broke down. And what I found out is you can eat chicken raw, but not the chickens we have today because of how many um, like how much chemicals we put in our chicken. It just has completely decimated their immune system. So that's why it's so easy to get salmonella now. But isn't that a little fascinating? Today's chickens are soft, man. They're not like the old chicken. (laughs) (laughs) These are millennial chickens. Soft soft (laughs) NFL, soft chickens. What's next? (laughs) Um, let's get let's get on to so I think we can all agree what I said about this NFL season is I said that it it, it reminds me of the excuse me the Patriots Eagles Super Bowl which I thought it was very good for the average consumer of football for people that are new to this sport because it was high scoring a lot of actions a lot of trick plays you know just nonstop scoring which I think the average person is like ooh that's good I want to see these forty plus points games more college style yeah. And uh, I think that's what we're seeing a lot this year, especially with Lamar Jackson being literally a Madden character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be a 99 in the next Madden. He's going to be like – see, everyone says he's going to be just like Mike Vick in 07. I don't think – I think game developers now are like, no, we we can't Tone do it that. down a little bit. Yeah. Little, little thing about that is – I don't know if you knew this. Um, you were already out of the house, but me and Anthony still lived at home. Anthony would go into the Madden – and switch like he would be playing as the 49ers but he would make michael vick a different name and be the quarterback <laughs> so you could he, do that he yeah <laughs> so he would just he would just be sprinting i was like dude i thought this guy was you know like a 60 speed and he was just you know taking everything to the house so <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> oh anthony's god. full of those tricks oh my god yeah so i i think i think that's what i'm seeing a lot this year there's a lot of exciting games there's a couple of dud games and there's a lot of good defenses out there, but I'd say overall there's a couple of games that maybe not be for your team since, you know, the Bears. But there's Fair. a lot of good games out there. Yeah. So, okay. I think there's some interesting teams, too. And um, one thing I pride myself in is, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm pretty woke. Uh, and I'm what I would call sports fan fluid. And, <laughs> and what that is is I notice – admirable qualities in different teams and i'm able to jump on their bandwagon if you will and uh i think that makes it interesting there are some interesting teams right now and i think one of the teams in particular that uh i think is fun to follow right now is the miami dolphins they're (laughs) they're, they're (laughs) with all jokes aside all jokes aside with the miami dolphins (laughs) they're going a direction and they're not in what What's their call? record? 
I think three wins. They have ten losses. They had a couple Jeez. good wins though. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just a couple. Jets, <laughs> Eagles. They did. They did beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Did they? Yeah. They did. Yeah. Devontae Parker got an extension strictly because of that game. Yeah. How many wins does Cincy have now? One. Just one. Mm-hmm. So who do they beat? Yikes. Does anyone know who they beat? <sighs> the Jets. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, they beat the Jets. Oh, the wow. Jets. What a dumpster fire! Yeah. Um. All right. Let's. Without any further ado, I can. I can't. You know, tiptoe around it anymore. We got to talk about the Bears. So, each week I talk in length about the Bears. So I'd like to hear some fresh, fr- fresh takes. But I have a feeling that we're all going to be saying the same <laughs> thing. So. I think the big, the biggest question here is what. What's the problem? Okay, because there are several problems. But what is? Is it the quarterback or the play caller? That is the debate. I feel like. But Mm -hmm. isn't it weird that at the beginning of the season it was so much the quarterback, and then something switched where it's so much the play calling. You know, I think every when things go wrong, everybody's just looking for excuses and people pointing the finger. I will put one more ball in the court. The culture that Nagy's created. You don't like it. Oh, no, I don't like it. You mean the culture of Anthony Miller throwing up hand signs <laughs> when we're getting killed and he just we just turn the ball over, but he's going to throw up some hand signs like he's hard? Or Tariq Cohen shushing our home crowd? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> a little awareness. Jesus. What a, what a ridiculous <clears throat> thing to shush the crowd after you take a touchdown lead. That's a power move. No, that's crazy. But that is a culture thing. Like, the players, when players are acting out like that, reflects on the culture and who controls the culture is Matt Nagy. Yeah, and there's no accountability because look at what week seven through like 10, Nagy would go up there at a presser and act like a little bitch. And he would be like, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm not an idiot. I'm smarter than you guys and blah, blah, blah. And wouldn't answer questions and act like a smart ass up there. And then that trickles down. That trickles down to everybody else in the organization. Two things. One, do you think they're so unaware because Trubisky made them turn off all the TVs that way they didn't hear about anything? And two, Maybe. Nagy up here, he had the dumbest line of all time. The line that you're saying when he goes, I'm not dumb, I know we need to run the ball. Yeah. Hey, you ran the ball twice and yeah. we had nine <laughs> yards and a half, and that was the game that he said it? If you know to run the ball, you're not seeming like you know yeah. to run the ball. Do it. Doesn't Maybe seem like you run know. the ball. David you're Mike, the guy in control. Maybe run <laughs> He literally Crazy. calls the plays. <laughs> so yeah. Maybe he needs to relinquish play calling. But that's exactly why we hired him. So you can't do that. Because if he is not calling the plays, then what, we hired a dummy. What good is he then? Like that, yeah, that's his thing. That's, he's the, that's what I'm saying. He's the offensive mastermind. Yeah. What good is he? Yeah. A rear offensive coordinator. And Mitch hasn't looked bad the last couple of games. Yeah, he, he has played better. And yeah. I hate Mitch Trubisky. When we drafted him, I was very upset. I wanted Deshaun Watson. It's just... He, I, I have to give it up to him. At least you didn't games. say Mahomes, though. At least you didn't say because <laughs> nobody saw Mahomes. Nobody saw that. So I'm glad you didn't. Even the scouts, all the all the famous scouts for each team, and even like ESPN reporters were saying during that draft, no one had Mahomes going in the first round until his pro day. And what he did, which was really smart, is he opened up his pro days throwing off 70 yard bombs. Love it. Wow. It was just like everyone's like, oh, let's see his footwork. He's like, no. I'm going to show off this rocket. I'm going to give him the high, stinky cheddar, and I'm going to just drop <laughs> dimes in 70 yards. And that's how he moved up into the first round. And then a couple of teams, you know, started talking like, oh, are we going to take him? Or are we going to take him? That's why he ended up going third. 70 yards, not bad. Not third pick in the draft, third quarterback, or second quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't think it's I don't think it's Trubisky. I don't think you could put it all on Trubisky. I think the first couple of games, I think he's a head case and he got a little bit of confidence because some of the some of the, the earlier games, if he would have an interception or a bad throw, he would kind of be like a, a zombie for the rest of the game, walking around just going through the motions. Yeah. This one, he seems like he's he's making good throws. I like to see that he started using his legs again. He didn't do it last game, but yeah, when he runs and he gets out of the pocket, I mean, he's a good quarterback. Dude, I wouldn't awesome. say good. He's a decent quarterback. Yeah, but when he when he works his legs, he you heard so many teams this year say we're gonna keep him in the pocket, and we know that he's trying to be a thrower, and so we're gonna let number ten beat us. As soon as he started running, especially in the Dallas game, you saw how much respect. That he was like getting from the defense, started bringing the safety in a little bit, started mm. doing that, which opened up a lot of more plays, a lot more plays. One of the things that I I, I hate to say it because I don't hate Taylor Gabriel, but as soon as he went out, Anthony Miller started shining. He started making plays. He made a couple of good catches the, this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a couple he of had, nice catches. We had yeah. two, uh, him and Allen Robinson had over a 100-yard game. Yeah. I mean, he really started shining. He didn't lay out for that – for that one. Oh, and it you, pissed me you, off. You know, what you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Where he, he first of all, he, had, he put one hand on it. It was it was striking distance. He got one hand on it. First of all, he used two hands, and he could have laid out for it as well. And a lot of people were saying that he it. he was thinking about like the hit after Bears Packers 200th meeting. Take the hit, kid. <laughs> Take the hit. <laughs> It's See, football. I mean, it is football. I hey, mean, when uh, you sign the contract, <laughs> I believe there's something in small print that says, like, you know, you'll get CTE, so just enjoy the ride. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might live until you're only, like, 60, 65 now, but, boy, yeah. you're going to leave some money for your family, and you're going to have a hell of a 40 years. <laughs> and another thing to add on Anthony Miller is, do you guys know about that letter he sent to the all the GMs after after the Combine? Before the draft, he sent no. a le- he sent a personal letter. Is this to why we e- traded up for him? To every GM, and it was it wasn't nicely written. It was poorly written. Okay, but <laughs> the fact uh, the the point is that he's he's just a hard nosed, hard working dude, and he will stop at nothing to win. And, and that's what I got out of his message. And we're not seeing that on the field with his hand signs and <laughs> with this not laying out. And you're saying is what is is he concerned about taking a hit? That's not the guy who wrote that letter. So Ooh. maybe. Ooh. Maybe that I don't. Maybe that ad, yeah. it, you know kind of fuels my opinion of him. I mean, yeah, he, he did have a good game, but yeah, there Dude. there are things I, I know. Maybe he's under a microscope now because of that letter that he wrote. But I don't know. There's things I notice. Note now. to myself: go get the soundboard, and when he says that, I'm going to go put up that. We need to get Anthony Miller to listen to this thing. Yeah. Oh God, please okay. don't. <laughs> he's a listener. Oh yeah, I like to think uh, all perfect. The, I like to think all the Bears are a listener. Oh, uh, real fun fact: Kayla's coworker. Is dating Cleo Mack? No way! How nuts is that? that is was nuts. she who put him up to the no trick or treaters? Oh, guy, we should start that. Room. Do you know what I'm talking about? So he, he was a big, uh, so he was a big villain he this year. One of the <laughs> he had like a security villain. guard standing outside yeah. his house. We're not participating. <laughs> yeah, I kind of respect that. <laughs> <laughs> or just like shut the blinds and shut the lights and just don't answer the door. Oh, or <laughs> give the security guy you're paying eighty dollars an hour. Or yeah, give him a bowl candy. of candy. <laughs> Get him, get him a couple of the big packs at Costco. You can hand out full size. You're Khalil Mack. I mean, you don't know that. Maybe he's doing something bigger that's beyond you know what we see. Maybe he's trying to fight the the nationwide uh, obesity epidemic. And he doesn't oh, yeah. want to pass out no, you're candy probably right, right yeah. now. So that you know he's he has the wherewithal for that. Yeah. Diabetes. Yeah, that's bad. It's serious Silent stuff. Silent killer. 
both one and two. <laughs> both one and oh, They serious. got a third one? <laughs> it's in the works. <laughs> I was going to say it's You're going to hear yeah. about it soon. <laughs> if, yeah. Khalil, if there's not more Khalil Max, there will be a third. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this was actually a rank on one of the episodes. We did top four um, candy that you would get for trick-or-treating when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't want all four. Just give me your top one. Reese's Cups. Reese's Cups. Oh, wow. Individually wrapped Reese's Cups. Oh, I knew exactly what you meant. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Put them I'm, in the freezer, you're good. I'm going with everybody's most hated candy, and that's Almond Joy. Damn. Love them. Yeah, yeah see? That's pretty I know. Yeah, what? I know. I know. That's, that's your favorite Halloween oh, candy? Oh, yeah. Almond Joy with the almond. Because it's like guilt-free. You know, you're getting some almond. Almonds, are, they're good for your prostate. You know, they're, they're <laughs> good. They're, it's healthy. You know, it's, it's and in coconut, it grows on a tree, and I'm pretty sure the chocolate on the outside is natural, too. So it's all healthy. Hmm. So that's yeah. when you put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Your good go- for you. That's your go to candy as a child. I'll make sure you're looking at the hundred grand bar. You're going too much nougat, too much caramel. You're looking at the Snickers going some protein there. But that 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 nougat's a little fatty. And then he gets the almond joint. He goes. No, but Andrew, now, now that is heart healthy. That's gonna, <laughs> I'm thinking long term. Twelve year old Andrew was thinking long term. Twelve year old Andrew was playing heavyweight football. He was playing <laughs> with the eighth graders, and then he, he was trying to get up to weight. Cause didn't you have to have like weigh a minimum or something like that? Yeah, I think I was like an in betweener, what you would call, where I was like just below, <laughs> uh, like I was just enough. I was like one of the lighter ones. So yeah, there. I definitely, um, I, I took advantage of that. Yeah, everything yeah. in sight, and then yeah. he would come up. He's like, "You gonna eat that? You gonna eat that?" <laughs> I got, I got to train for heavyweights. I got to train for heavyweights. Yeah. That's why he was getting euros at champs. Yeah. I remember that he got a euro. I, no, I like that. By the way, I, I do want to admit, um, so I said that nerd's rope was one of my top ones. So my brother actually got me a nerd's rope for my birthday. Um, yeah, it was terrible. It's gross. <laughs> it was bad. You eat all the candy that no one likes. Well, now, now well, sour Skittles, the sour Skittles were still really good. The... <laughs> the <laughs> the uh the nerds rope was pretty disgusting was it i didn't even when's the last thing. time you had a nerds rope before that probably since i was a kid trick-or-treating <laughs> wait with the sour <laughs> skittles though you're telling me your tongue isn't like burnt to a cr- yeah, like recovering like you need to like put a bandage on your tongue for like five to seven days afterwards with neosporin <laughs> let me ask you a question because i think you're going uh, i think i know where you're gonna go with rest of your life you have one choice chocolate-based candies chocolate and peanut butter chase Chocolate peanut butter caramel based candies or gummy sugar based candies? What are you going? Oh, God. Because I'm gummy sugar all the way. You know why? Man, that's tough. Because every time I go into a gas station aisle, I'm getting one of each. And it's because (laughs) this is one of the toughest questions ever. What are you getting when you get one of each? Yeah. Getting like an almond joy. Of course. (laughs) You still get almond joy. There's actually something low key I want you guys to both try. It's uh, Milky Way. I think it's called Milky Way Midnight. And it's oh, it's got dark chocolate. chocolate. No, it's fudge. It's got Milky Way fudge in it. Well, oh, that's not midnight then. Midnight. It's not midnight. Instead so of maybe nougat? so maybe it's the Milky Way. Uh, j- no, it's not called Milky Way Dark. Yeah, I don't know what no, that's saying. dark yeah, chocolate. Yeah, dude, it's good though. It, it's got the fudge right in there. That sounds pretty good. How about you, All the fudge you need. Well, no. So I'm gonna make you answer. And then the fruity is gonna be Airheads. I, it's my. It's. It's always been my Air go-to. Uh, yeah, I get the pack of five. You get the mystery flavor. The mystery flavor, yeah. 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 Which is always cherry. It's, it's always white cherry. Yeah, it's the bat. By the way, they're literally just called Milky Way Fudge. Oh. It's Milky Way Midnight. Oh, you know that Milky Way that has the fudge in it? I don't know what it's called. Yeah, you should fudge. write them and ask, do rebranding work with them. Well, they marketing. Have, they Send have them a marketing bill. There's a market for they that. They already have Midnight. It's oh, the they already have the Midnight? 
Um, so, so I'm going to make you decide which one for the rest of your life. You had to choose one. You're asking me Milky Way fudge or Airheads. Are you insane? No, no. I'm saying chocolate-based candies versus gummy or sugar-based candies. Yeah, that's basically what that means, though, is Milky Way fudge <laughs> or Airheads for the rest <laughs> of my life. Um, you know what? I'm going off of what I want right now. And right now, I want a Milky Way fudge right now. You got to go with it with how you're feeling. That was some subliminal messaging. I pulled it out there. Yeah. By the way, I work for Mars. <laughs> Brought to you in part. Hundred percent, that no brainer. Chocolate, chocolate you're, all you're day. That big of a chocolate guy. Wow. Yeah, I don't even like gummies. So you go M and M's over Skittles every day, all day. Whoa, peanut M and M's not regular. So this was on yesterday's um, timeout, but I'm going to bring it up now because it's not in our docket. So Hershey's Kisses. Coming out with a cereal. Whoa. And tell me that this doesn't look like one of the best things you could eat. It's just Hershey Kisses milk. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Pretty sure I've done that where I just unwrap <laughs> like 20 at one time and just throw them all in my mouth at once. What is that? How good does that look? It's just like Can you Hershey Kisses. Make it bigger. So it's like uh, Cocoa Puff. Yeah, but you got to think it's 10 times better because it's Hershey's. In the shape of the playing pieces from Sorry, the board game. In the vague shape of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to put that in the dictionary at the front, too. Um, so, yeah. So, before we get off the Bears, what do you think you want to see most in this offseason? Hmm. I get started. I want to, even though with Mitch doing good the last couple of games, I want a solid quarterback not a young quarterback a solid veteran quarterback to come in and compete with them what draft pick do you spend on that no i'm talking about you want to trade for trade it for him yeah hmm. but who's who's out there you I'd have like cam to, newton who's injury I, prone no and old there's no there's no way we get cam newton yeah, or a bridgewater who i think wants to stay in new orleans does he i've i've talked about this so many times he wants to stay in new orleans how much are they gonna pay him nine million dollars mac $10 million max, that makes him the most highest paid backup ever. Same really? thing that happened with Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon got the highest paid backup offer, and then he went for an extra $8 million to the Bears. So I think that's what you're going to see. You're, you're hearing him say right now, oh, I want to be the backup. I want to take over Drew Brees. And then the Bears might flash $19 million in front of his face, and he's like, okay. Like, yeah. Hmm. It's, like a, it's like a cartoon dog like floating his way through the air to get the pie on the, the windowsill. <laughs> yeah. that's a good analogy it depends if he i mean how much he wants to win and then i mean i don't know we all you know we know what happens when they flash the dollar signs in front of you and kind of i'm just out saying it's regard. easier to say now before the offers start piling in because he went five and one or no did he go five and oh he lost one game i think he went five and yeah one. but still that's really good and he was good on the he was good on the vikings so all right what do you guys want to see that's just my take Hmm. I'm on the same boat as you are. Somehow we need to get somebody will, that will come in and challenge. Yeah, Mitch. Yeah, challenge him for the position, but also, you know, be a viable option if Mitch doesn't rise to the occasion. Which he might not. Yeah, he very easily. Yeah, right. What about you? I don't know. There's there's a lot to touch on. There's a there's a lot of problems that need fixing. So it's hard to isolate just one. I mean, yeah, the the quarterback is a thing. Um, offensive line, offensive line. Yeah, you know, so we're bad. banged up on defense. We're gonna have to start paying guys. Um, and I don't know the whole salary 
situation with next year. Haha, <laughs> Clinton Dix, out. Get him out of here. Yeah, because he's back at free safety. We need him at free safety. Because that was a one-year signing, so he we have to pay him if we want to. Correct him. me if I'm wrong. When Bojack last year was our free safety, he didn't have to focus on tackling that much. He focused on his hands, and he had an unbelievable season. He had a Pro Bowl season. Yes, he made the Pro Bowl this year, but last year he had, I think, the most interceptions by a safety in the league. And now you took him out of that because you're not, you're not sure that Haha can tackle, and then you make him think about tackling and his hands. I think you. You get haha out there. It was a nice try. It didn't work. Put him back there. Let him focus on what he does best and not try to be a two-trick pony. Don't whole – I want him to whole-ass one thing and not half-ass two things. <laughs> I like that. never heard that before. Yeah, Ron Swanson. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't think – I didn't come up with that. I don't think the defense is as big a problem as it is the offense. I think the decline that we've seen in the defense is um, – it's a big product of what the offense is, has done. And if you look at some of these box scores and look at the time of possession, you're going to notice time of possessions of the Bears, something like 30 seconds, 45 seconds, like, like cartoonishly bad. And, I mean, you can have the best defense in the league, but n- nobody's conditioned to go rest for a minute. And with a commercial break, you're resting for two minutes, and you're going back out there to defend these world-class athletes who know what player, who know what route they're running, and you have to defend that. Uh, that's that's hard to do with. So I think there is sort of a synergistic type of relationship with the the, the defensive fall off and the offense. If you look at some of those time of possession, um, yeah, it's it's not good. Our defense is the only reason we were in most of the games we won. And uh, even hard more on the point that you said is the defense. Don't you didn't you see when our offense started clicking, especially in the Dallas game? When our offense is doing well and they're giving them time to rest, the defense is playing harder because they know we're in these games. They know they need to make a stop, and that's when they're really shining. When we're getting blown out too early, they just look like – I think the best example is the Raiders game. Hmm. We got down, didn't look like we could do anything on offense, and our defense just looked flat, Hmm. tired, flat, no energy, and I don't blame them. What What are you getting excited for? We had the second most punts in the league. The second most three and outs in the league. I mean, what are you to get excited for? You know you're going to go out there. And then you're letting these teams, especially in that game, with Josh Jacobs running all over us, you're on the field for about 10 or like four to at least like 10 minutes. And then you're back on the field two minutes later. You're going to be a little pissed. Yeah, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. and uh, It's not the defense's fault. Partially, but yeah, it, you know, a lot of people do overlook that, that connection with the offense, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that was I mean I I'm not I'm not I'm disappointed definitely in the season because of after last season I had pretty high hopes. Um I know a lot of people are saying Super Bowl. I was just at least thinking playoffs again. That double doink was I think in my life the worst sporting event like <laughs> pain that I felt. That was just that was one of the biggest kicks to the nuts I've ever felt in my life. A- after such an optimistic season and all expecting a deep playoff run and mm-hmm. to end with that and yeah he made it they iced him double doinks you know Negi called a conservative game and yeah that, that was just, that was one hell of a kick to the nuts when i bring that up a lot of people bring up the whole like buckner situation or um the situation with the cubs you know when he reached over oh you're talking about uh, bartman, bartman? Yeah. yeah here's why i don't think it's worse 
the next play, the ball going through the legs when it could have been a double play, that hurt me more than Moises Alou making a 5% catch in there. And then we also had a full another game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was bad because of football. It's one and done. And we he should have made that. You're a professional kicker. I don't know what's going on with kickers this year. I mean, the most uh, yeah, what's extra going points on being kicked. That? It's I crazy. Know. I don't know. Yeah, he missed a big kick. At the same time, we shouldn't have left it up to that. We were home team, hosting a wild card, Eagles. And we left it up to our struggling kicker that we knew was the weak point of our offense, weak point of our team. Dude, we left it's, it up it's exactly my fantasy football season. I was the eighth seed. Did I deserve to win? No, but I wanted to. They only <laughs> scored one touchdown. If only game. you were going against Matt Nagy and the Bears, you would have pulled the upset. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. If you score one touchdown, one offensive touchdown in a playoff game, in your home stadium, you really shouldn't win that game. Yeah, what did we Should lose? They what did the Eagles put up? Seventeen points? Did we lose like some weird score, like yeah. fifteen yeah, to seventeen something or something like weird that. like that? Yeah, like they seventeen scored, they points. Touchdown with two minutes left. This day and age, seventeen points. You you hold the oppo- the opposition to seventeen points. You I mean, you, you got to win. win. That. You got to yeah. win that. In this day and age, you got to put up points. Top to Top ten defenses are like they allow like twenty four and a half a game. So you got to think like we were the best defense last year. We held them to seventeen. You should easily win that game. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we can all agree on that. Um, let's get into locks of the week. So locks of the week. Um, I know we did one yesterday, but we want to get these guys. We do a guest, a um, a guest one. So all of our guests, we have them come on and do their locks, and then we're gonna, you know, have a little tournament at the end of the year. So right now, our guests are all losers. All three of our guests have only lost. So locks are NFL only, and we're playing the spread. Correct. Okay. So I can tell you, mine is. That I also said yesterday, I have Pittsburgh minus three against the Jets. Love that bet. Hmm. Duck's going to go off. I think the Steelers really do have one of the best defenses in the league. I think Darnold with his wide receivers dropping everything. I mean, he's playing fine, but his wide receiver, I mean, you can throw the ball good. These guys don't have enough stick em on their hand and they can't catch the ball. I don't know what to do. So that's that's what I got. I think that's a very good lock. Cincy Miami pick them. Hmm. I'm gonna go. My lock for this week is gonna be Saints minus three. If you scroll back up, I think it was minus three. That was next yesterday. He he did he did one of these. He took off his glasses. He said, "Yeah, why is it? Why is Saints minus three? He started doing that. He's like he's like, am I blind? He's like, what what's going on here? So I think that's a good pick as well. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Saints minus three. Andrew, no, you're not a better. You're not putting any money. You're just putting your reputation Andrew on the line. I'm a sharp. huge gambler. Mm-hmm. Huge. And I'm going with your Raiders. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Oakland Raiders on the road with the Los Angeles Chargers, formerly known as the San Diego Chargers. I like plus, that bet. Plus seven. I mean, the Raiders, you got you, you got John Gruden. Dude, they traded away their best pass rusher, okay? And then they go to a neutral site and run the ball down their freaking throat. That's the Oakland Raider football. They got the fan base with the spiky shoulder pads. Oakland Raiders plus seven. It's a lock. I think this. I is like good, that bet. I think this is a good time to remind the people at home that John Gruden is Andrew's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how can you not like John Gruden? Like the years of him on Monday Night Football and, and the years of Julius Peppers on our team. I just loved his input because he had a career of game planning against uh, game planning around Julius Peppers on, on the Carolina Panthers. It, from his time in Tampa. And I just love his takes. 
this guy right here, you know, this guy right here, man, this guy, Julius Peppers, this guy right here. It's like, I don't know. You, you got to love John Gruden for that. I don't know. I, you, I'm a, I am a Gruden I like fan. him. He's I cool. Did you watch Hard Knocks this year? Yeah, I watched it just because of John Gruden. Like the knock on wood if you're with me, you know, knock yeah. on wood. I like uh, when Frank Caliendo came in. He sounds just like him. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, he's more guy. like John Gruden than John Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. This guy right here, man, I'll tell you. I'll run through a brick wall for you. This guy right here, I like him. I like him. I like this guy. He's got it. I spent six years in Tampa game planning against this guy right here. This guy, Bears. I'm taking the Bears. I like when, when he was doing his scouting against the Rams. He, he, he put up Jared Goff, and he's like, who is this? <laughs> like, like I, I know I, I get what he was doing where he's just like he, he wanted his team to acknowledge the good quarterback. A little part of me, I'm thinking he, he was like, he doesn't know who he oh, is. Who is this guy? <laughs> is this the rookie or is this the guy they just signed to a $180 million extension? Who is this guy? And then they showed Aaron Donald and he goes, who who's this guy? And they all go, Aaron Donald. He goes, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, probably the best football player in the whole league. Yeah, I like that. That's a good line. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty can good. we ta- can we touch on something you just mentioned? Sure. Jared Goff is making hundred plus million dollars, and he has the most guaranteed money in the league. Not bad. What is going on with these quarterback contracts? It's because you it, need them. It's because of quarterbacks like Trubisky that when you feel like you got a franchise quarterback, you got to hold them on. You got to hold on to them. And it's the same thing that's going to happen with Dak. And I think Dak is actually a pretty good quarterback. Where you have to pay him because you can't have him go to anyone else where you got to play against him. Because franchise quarterbacks are so few and far between. Yes. Or our team's going to wise up and see what's happening to the Rams. And even though the Rams have been hot for about two or three weeks, right. are they going to see the Rams and see how small and narrow their window is and try to avoid that? Because the Rams really outside of this, I don't know, man. They they have some some big contracts out there. But what you're saying with that small window, you got to think about you're paying for that much money for that small window the contract might be six ten years but you're paying for two three years it's the same thing with ezekiel elliott he just signed an eight-year extension the average lifespan of a running back in the nfl is two years to be elite then you have your outliers like barry sanders you know emmett smith all those guys different era but yeah but, but i'm just saying like for him to actually be worth all this money he's getting, he really needs about three or four more good seasons. Is he going to be good for the whole eight years and hold the whole money? No, but that's what they're paying for. They're paying for the Super Bowl now and to you know bank on him later. Hmm. And I feel like the the way that the league has really changed is you've, you're seeing this in multiple sports, not just football, is these people are getting really big contracts. Like Odell got the highest paid wide receiver and then got traded. Yeah, because so, they're realizing they're not worth this money. But that's what I'm saying. I think these people are given these big contracts knowing, like, I bet I could dish this guy if I need to. You know, I'll take a little hit on my cap space, but That'd I can trade him. Interesting to see, yeah. That's, uh, but that's that's why I think it is. I, I might be wrong, but that's, that's just my personal opinion on that. Mm. I mean, I think it's interesting. I just think with quarterback, quarterback is such a good position. Um, I was a little surprised that Patrick Mahomes didn't do that. He's going to get his extension. Yeah, he's, he's going to get paid. He's so good. Well, he's in year three, right? But he could have sat out. Mm. Zeke did it. Melvin Gordon <laughs> did it. And these guys are getting paid a ridiculous amount of money. It well, actually, Melvin, Melvin didn't get Mel- paid. I th- well, Melvin yeah, not, running yeah. backs are a different story. They are not at the premium that quarterbacks are, that you're right about. And uh, I think 
whoever the last running back to hold out and get paid, uh, Zeke. Zeke. Yeah, I think that's that's got to be the last one. Like who who's gonna pay these guys for? Like we've seen Tony Pollard step in and be just as productive. Right. We've seen Austin Eckler step in just be just as productive, and that made Melvin Gordon look very silly. And he came came you know. And look what's back. been going on for years in in uh, New England. It's running back by association. There's like four to five different running backs in there in any given game. It's crazy. You want to think about the best example, 49ers. I don't even know who the running back is. Exactly. They have three. They have Breda, Coleman, and then that third one is Frank like. Frank Gore. Mostert. Frank Gore is on uh, <laughs> the Bills. Mostert and Jutsuk. But they have like McKinnon. a rotating of their third. And they always have these three running backs go out. They got fresh legs and they're just using them in a system. And they're all having great years. Do you think it's because that team somehow got three incredibly good running backs? No. Absolutely It's the not. coach. It's everything else. It's the they, system. They have a very good line. It's, it's a system running It's back. like when uh, DeMarco Murray was on Dallas. DeMarco Murray really wasn't that great of a running back. Once we saw, once he went to the Titans, he didn't have as much success. It's because Dallas had the number one line. Yeah. When he had seven or uh, five straight 100-plus yard games, dude, when you have – Five people in front of you that never lost a blocking battle, you're going to be able to run pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's why when you bring up, or I forgot if, I think it was you, or Andrew, that brought up the O line situation on the Bears, it's more important than people think. Everyone's thinking, you know, skill positions, I want the names. It's like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, when the Browns got Odell Beckham, their their percent or their odds for winning a Super Bowl went all the way down to twenty to one. The Browns haven't been to a Super Bowl ever. Yeah. So why why getting one wide receiver that cares about two hundred fifty thousand dollars on his fucking wrist mm-hmm. and wearing a Supreme sleeve is going to get you there? You know what I mean? It takes more than one player. It's not like the NBA where it's like LeBron could hold up a team or Anthony Davis can hold up a team. It's very different in the NFL. And that's why when guys get down on David Montgomery and say that's a bust pick, like third-round pick on David Montgomery, trading up. I All right, that. I'll give you that. Trading up, uh, I, know, I could probably go without that because I think you could find you know, comparable talent in that same area. Um, but when guys dog uh, Montgomery for his production, it's like, no, like look at his surroundings. These guys are a product of their surroundings. They're the offensive system, the play calling, the game flow amongst other things. And I think that that's specifically unique to the running back position. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. I think that's – the the only thing with that is I think we needed to take him. As much as I hate the Cyclones, um, I'm glad he changed colors. But having Tariq Cohen be our number one running back is no. a joke. Mm, yeah. Agreed. You know what I mean? You just couldn't have done that. Okay. We've talked an hour on sports. I think it's time for timeout. I know you guys haven't heard the podcast, but I got to do it. Timeout where on the podcast. Oh, okay. So this <laughs> was, that, was that us? Was that, did I just miss my cue? Well, no, it's like from it? the bears game. The bears. Like, yeah. There's a timeout yeah, yeah. where on the field, but instead oh. of on the field, it's on the podcast. You did a really good job of selling it though, Joe. <laughs> I did one yesterday. Well, I normally have the other people say, it. okay, so this week in timeout, we are gonna have. We're gonna start off with the one that we did yesterday, and then we're gonna have two new ones. So the one, the one that we started yesterday. This is this is absolutely ridiculous. So I don't know if you guys have heard this story, but a woman, uh, girl reporter for the NFL, caught her wife cheating 
because he was wearing a Fitbit. And so what happened was she was... Girl caught her wife cheating or her husband cheating? Oh, okay. okay. Um, I was like, go on. (laughs) (laughs) You caught my attention. (laughs) So she checked the Fitbit app. She checked the Fitbit app and looked at it and saw that her husband's heart race, her heart rate spiked at 4 a.m. Oh. And so she called him. He was on a work conference. And uh, she called him out on it and he admitted that he was cheating on her. He was having sex. So what do you guys think about that? Yikes. I don't know. I mean, first of all, I mean, you could have avoided that by not cheating on her, first of all. Um, but if you're going to cheat, you, you could have, I don't know, I feel like you could go a route, like, I don't know. There are things you can do at 4 a.m. Take the Fitbit off, hero. There are certain things you do at 4 a.m. that hero. might have <laughs> might have given a, a false high uh, heart rate. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with saying this. Cheating, I think, is like one of the worst things you could do to someone, especially a wife. I think that's just absolutely awful. But now I'm going to get into the good stuff. First off, he kept it on for a reason. You're telling me that he didn't think where he's like, because 100% he didn't think. He, it's he, 4 o'clock in the morning on a work trip. The guy's probably wasted. and It was a Tuesday. Yeah, he's probably drunk. See, I think... Wait, why is he up at 4 o'clock I, in the morning if he's on a work trip? I think that it was after midnight. His rings reset, and he was like... He was like mid-taking it off, and he was like, if I get this cardio <laughs> session in, I'm going to be burning at least 300 calories. I'm going to have a bunch of step humps. I'm going to like be able to start killing my rings this morning where it's like by the time i gotta wake up i really gotta like walk and get my coffee and come back and i like won my day <laughs> yeah well that's so i see you guys all it. agree with that so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah why didn't he just say he was anything why didn't he say anything <laughs> thank, you. Yeah. thank you yeah thank you i woke up i couldn't sleep so i was on the bike in the gym <laughs> in the the hotel gym. Or I woke up and I jerked off. Like, guys do married men do that. Yeah. I mean, I, what the hell? Literally <laughs> anything. I'm not I'm not promoting lying, but he could have said I had a nightmare. I, you know, I was I was giving myself a little I bit of a I was having a heart attack. I was, you know, I couldn't sleep so I went on like a walk downstairs like Yeah. Anything. But I seems like, like that, an idiot. I like that she was like, "Hey, were you cheating on me?" And he's like, oh, "You got me." Up <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Fitbit. Oh. <laughs> Damn technology. <laughs> yeah, guy's an idiot. So we got to think. Of, What's we, the next one? No, no, no. I got one last point to bring up with uh. this before. How many uh, how many guys that their chick believes they're a little unloyal are getting a fist bit in their stocking stuffer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be a hot seller. I think oh. this is the greatest thing to happen to Fitbit stock of all time. <laughs> but can you see anybody else's Fitbit? Yes. Like activity? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. How? How do you see that? Because as soon as you log in, your username goes up there and you can check anyone. Really? So you're telling me. It's a social thing. It's a social network thing. Yeah. So I'm just saying huh. when, you, when you wake up Christmas Day, you and your girl are exchanging gifts and you get that Fitbit, she's wise. And she, you exchange it for an Apple Watch or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that's, that's exactly the joke I said last night. I said, they're like, so do you think he wears the Fitbit anymore? I said, no, he bought an Apple Watch. Yeah. For sure. Because you can at least, like, limit who sees that. <laughs> like, Yeah, there's some things like that where I don't know if I want to socialize and, and publicize what I'm doing. Uh, one thing, Venmo, I still don't understand Venmo. I, I just don't get – I log into Venmo to pay people, okay, because it's so popular. So I do pay people on Venmo because it's so popular and it's easy to do. 
I keep mine private. But I log in and I it see. Sounds like you get it. And I see <laughs> no, what I don't get. What I don't get. Can you explain Venmo to me? <laughs> why do I log in and I see Dan just paid Ricky twenty bucks for chicken wings? Like why? Yeah, I hate. Why that. is this pertinent information that you like? Why is this a social Dan thing that's cool? Ricky. Like you want to know? Like the, why? Like who? I don't know. Ricky. The worst thing that I see is you know why? How you why did Ricky? Get the bill for the chicken. Why wings. did Ricky? <laughs> you, can't, Why? you can't give him the eight bucks <laughs> for the chicken wings. <laughs> I I don't get on that thing the people that like other people's transactions. It'll be like Joe paid John for the ComEd bill this month, three likes. Oh, like, I like that. He's not a scumbag. I like that. Oh, he's stand up guy. All right, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Who is the? Three, Here's an audit trail. Who's the three people like? You know what? That guy pays his utility. <laughs> if I ever need a roommate, I know who to call. Yeah. If you look at my my audits, every single time I pay somebody, I just put F if I do a public. Because sometimes I forget to do a private. I just so say ish. Every single time I pay somebody, I just put in F. I just say ish. I-S-H. Hmm. All right. So let's move on. So we all agree if you're getting one of those in the morning on Christmas, uh, just, you know, buyer beware. Um, or just don't cheat. I don't know. Or yeah. don't cheat. Crazy yeah. concept. Crazy. Or at least take the fucking Fitbit off. <laughs> Yeah, the guy probably wore his socks and <laughs> he's got his socks on. Got his underwear on yeah. with the with the hole in the front. He's, <laughs> his he's, boxer shorts. He's wearing his t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you guys saw this sweater, but Walmart was selling this sweater, and so they had to take it off for drug reference. What's on the sweater for the listeners at home? So it is a snowman clearly snorting cocaine Whoa. off of a table. You mean those aren't ice crystals? He's a snowman, for God's sake. Okay. <laughs> Real quick. So at first, if you're looking at the snowman, his head is misshapen. It looks like a pixelated snowman too. Whoever the graphic designer on this is. And you shit, clearly see snowflakes. You clearly see snowflakes in the background. How do you know that didn't just serendipitously snow right in front oh, of Oh yeah. Can see? I can I Holes. say something that's gonna right into nice fine lines right in front okay, of Okay, so I, I agree with all these things. So now I'm gonna just debunk that. Um he's holding a straw. Whoa. <laughs> Name that. What have you ever seen a snowman with a straw? He doesn't even have a soft drink with him. Is this real? <laughs> this is a real thing. So and Walmart, they're selling it for twenty nine ninety five so on Walmart. Wa- so Walmart took it off their stores and they gave an, a, an official apology. My Who, thing is, how, how do they, did they not see not that exactly? Because look at this. Now I'm going to pinpoint everything. Besides the lines and the eight ball next to him. <laughs> is, are there? No, there's no. No, there's not. Oh. Look at the shit eating grin. That's a guy that just, you know. He's grinding his teeth like how little his teeth are. Look at those eyeballs. His eyes are all geeked. (laughs) (laughs) He was doing some devil's dandruff. Look at these eyes. Look at how dilated his eyes are. But come on. I keep going back to this. Why? Why does he have a straw? Yeah, I don't know who okayed that because that's pretty edgy. And I mean, I can get down with some edge, but man, that's pretty edgy for Walmart. I don't know, man. Say it's a bad call. Yeah. Somebody lost their job. Did you you see this at all? No. Did you hear about this? I did not. No. Oh, okay. crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's absolutely insane, right? I do all my Christmas shopping at Walmart, and I didn't see any of that. <laughs> all my clothes, I exclusively <laughs> shop at Walmart. <laughs> so one of the people said that it just looks like he's so happy to have snow in front of him. And it's like, so you so you mean... That's spin zone, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I said the only thing that can make this worse, look at him. So he's on the couch, there's clearly a table, he looks a little hunched over. Looks like he's about to go in for his third rip. I think the only way you can make this worth if he's in like a bathroom stall, or if it's like a if he has a plate on the table, a mirror, a mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. He's got the mirror, just like yeah. the, the snowman in the reflection, yeah. too. Yeah. He's looking at himself. What have you become, Frosty? I mean, that might be a moneymaker right there. You can take this and make your own snowman shirt and sell it for 29 flat. We undercut them by 95 cents. <laughs> I think we'll I make th- million. <laughs> I think that is a great idea. If you just put this on like a tipsy elf website or like one of the like a bar stool or something like that, it's still like hotcakes. But it's the fact that you g- so it went to all Walmarts. Mm. So you got to think that it went through some sort of uh, <laughs> it went through some sort of, uh, you know, like someone had to sign off on it and they got it. I mean, to go to all corporate. They had to do everything. So how many people my, – my only thing is who looked at this and was like, oh, I can get my grandkid this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's some olds out there that bought this for their kids, for their grandkids. Or oh, something. Yeah, Not realizing it. Cool. it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, there's a cute snowman with oh, it's a shitty grin on him. Oh, Here you go, little Michael. Oh, Timmy's going to love this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're at the school. Timmy. Uh... Yeah. Um, so <laughs> So – I was thinking another I want to hear what is an so let's come up with an idea we're trying to make money on this podcast mm-hmm. what is another Christmas sweater that you think we can sell to Walmart that can get through them but also secretly be drug related can be drug related mm-hmm. Ooh, well marijuana is coming legal here in the state of Illinois Jan 1 um, not to brag <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Walmart's going to be a little more lax so you're thinking go pot pot yeah because we don't want to go into class one narcotics okay that's fair maybe baby step with pot yeah yeah baby i'm thinking you could do dip your toe in the water (laughs) a little i'm thinking of a hundred ideas that you could do with rudolph red nose there's something there red eyes (laughs) flying a green like a, a green sweater with rudolph or red eyes and a bag of cheetos or funyuns um, Taco Bell wrappers. Taco Bell wrappers. And he's flying. And he's flying. <laughs> and he's that's flying. It, it. He's flying. Dude, I think we just came up with it. Gives one. you wings. I, I think another good one would be if we want to stay. Marijuana gives you wings. If we want to stay in the pot related, it's, you know, it's Santa, all the reindeers, and then just in their hands. It's just, it's them flying over Denver or something. Oh. One of the already legal ones. And just red eyes. All of them got like a big Slurpee or a big gulp. Got a Cheeto or some snack in there. Maybe they got a maybe they got an almond joy. Maybe Rudolph is going a little health conscious. Maybe no, Mrs. Rudolph said your heart's got to be healthy. Heart healthy candy. It's Rudolph stopping at a gas station, coming out with one thing of gummies, airheads, an, an almond <laughs> joy, red eyes, and he already had eaten like half the bag of Funyuns yeah, while he, he was in the, the store. Crumbs. Yeah, he's got the crumbs, crumbs all over his face. I love it. I think it's great. Um, another, w- excuse me. So another one we had is a woman. We can excuse me. We can crap that out. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> We're real. Uh, so a woman, um, a bank, her bank accidentally put fat fingered, um, thirty-seven million dollars into her bank account. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah, I had to withdraw it right away. So, so she gave it back. So my thing is, how hard would it be for you to give that back? It wouldn't happen. I wouldn't give it back. That would never happen. What money? Yeah, maybe like I have thirty-seven million. Yeah, no, I, I made a fortune selling Rudolph the Reindeer stone yeah. stone sweaters. That <laughs> I made thirty-seven you million on, on Bitcoin and reindeer sweaters. The universe is finally balancing out. Everything I've done, I, I finally got what's 
coming to me. Yeah, I finally got thirty-seven million. That's what I'm worth. You've yeah. seen that Walmart let it snow sweater? That's me. That's me. I'm a millionaire now. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have given it back. And no they said way. they, they could have taken. Did it the bank it. find it or did she find it? She uh, she told them. Ugh, everybody's a boy scout now. I mean, in a girl scout, whatever. Yeah. Would I have given equal it opportunity back? podcast boys girl boys scouts and girl scouts? I think are there anything are they in brownies? between? Yeah. And especially, and any, yeah, especially anything in between, yeah. especially just in case we got boys being Girl Scouts and girls being Boy Scouts. Now. My thing is, I would have spent like seven million or like taken out some, like give back 20. Would you wait a grace period just to make sure 20. they don't catch on and like, you know, maybe I do have to repay this. I don't know. I, I don't know the laws. Do I have to repay this? It's not rightfully mine, but they gave it to me. Like would. Would you wait like a week just to lay low, just to see if they say anything? Exactly what I was thinking. If you find a wallet and you wait 30 days and no one comes and collects it, it's technically your property. You just wait a month. I'd start withdrawing right away. <laughs> well, you withdraw. <laughs> you withdraw it right away. You yeah. do. You do withdraw it, but then you just. You'd have to do it in like increments of what, like nine thousand dollar installments. Increments. It, I don't know. I think it gets flagged like well, anything over like nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Well, thirty-seven million. Michael Jordan's oh. mansion in cash. Yeah. Something, just small increments of ten million. I'm a, I'm a professional player. Thirty-seven is a prime number, yeah. so that gets gets a little muddy. There. I won the World <laughs> Series. <laughs> thirty-seven is a prime number. What's the square root of thirty-seven? There's please? no even increments. Okay, so we got one more before we go into Taboo Tuesday. So let's get into this one. This one was strictly for. Oh no, we got T-shirts as well. I guess. Um, so I know that you guys are a little bit older than us. You're 32 now. I don't. Andrew's also, 32 as well. Andrew's 13 days older than me. So they're they're a little old. You know, the, we it took them a lot to get in the studio today. Back we in had my to, day, we had to help them up the stairs. Um, <laughs> well, you, we climbed the ladder to get up down this thing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't rode a bunk bed in a while. So I'm just, <laughs> tough, man. It's not expecting all this. So I want to know. So a bunch of my friends are starting to at least get engaged. Uh, we had a couple get married. So we're doing a bunch of bachelor parties now. And so a lot of people are asking us, you know, where do we go? So I want to ask you guys, where is some of your favorite destinations that you've been to? You don't have to For tell bachelor parties? Stories. Yeah, bachelor parties specifically. I think both the Bria brothers were, were absolutely epic. But I think if you're going cheaper, I've been to a bachelor party in Wisconsin. We got $37 million in the bank right Oh, they're <laughs> Oh, so we're taking $37 million and we're no, going on a bachelor party? No, I'm joking. I'm just oh. saying, <laughs> you're going cheap with this. I just got $37 million. Something low-key that I thought was a blast was we went on a winter bachelor party to a cabin in Wisconsin. We did bachelor party festivities, if you will. Woke up early, went skiing in the morning. Oh, nice. Skied till probably three or four, just a few hours, quick day. And came back and continued bachelor party festivities. And that was a blast. And it was easy. It was a two-hour drive, you know, there and back. And made a weekend of it. Now, that was that was a good time. Any others? Any other specific, like, destinations? Well, uh, I mean, Mexico. There, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's Playa del Carmen. Um, yeah, which was John's. Which was John's. And I actually went back to Playa del Carmen with my girlfriend um, just two weeks ago. And... Is a little different um, through the <laughs> eyes of a bachelor party, you know, and going with your girlfriend. It was a little different. No Creed hole. Creed hole. <laughs> no, 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 not with a girlfriend. No, she she doesn't like Creed. It's a shame. I know. If it doesn't work out, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did go to New Orleans for a bachelor party. Love Nola. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was different. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> I kind of categorize it with Vegas, except Vegas. I have a rule of Vegas. I'll go back like every five years. I like, you know, one. I'm not a huge gambler, as you know, but 
I get dragged back every five years, it seems, to Vegas, whether it's a wedding or a bachelor party. Um, and I, I put Nola in that category where you're like, yeah, Nola was awesome, but I don't really need to go back for yeah. probably seven to eight years this time. I don't think it's I need to go back. It's a dirty, seedy place. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, yeah, that stood out to me. Yeah, definitely. But it is fun. It was fun. Yeah, so I couldn't agree more. I, I've i only been to NOLA once. We went for our senior trip. I went down there for actually the Buku Music Festival. By far, I think, besides Coachella, it's the best music festival I've ever been to, strictly because you it's right off of Bourbon Street, so you know uh, where the Harris Casino is. Mm-hmm. So that, like, oh, sorry, the, like, shipping yard that they have, that's where Buku was. So you walk all the way down Bourbon Street drinking you know, you're stopping for a hand grenade, you're stopping for a hurricane, you're stopping into bars, maybe not bars, mm-hmm. and um, you just make your way into the festival. So that was really cool. I've never been to Vegas, and I know that's just like a big one. Um, the Wisconsin one sounds more up my alley, because for mine, before we take it over to John, I was even thinking of doing like a second golf trip for mine. Because mm-hmm. like, I love that. That's my favorite, my favorite trip we take every year. I look forward to it. Where do you yeah. guys go for that? We go to Galena, Illinois. That's right. We're thinking about switching up to Grand Geneva, but if I'm being honest, I think we're going to stick with. It's just so much cheaper to do um, Eagle Ridge, and they have good golf. $37 million in the bank. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. No Uh, Wisconsin. No, no, no. You can go anywhere. (laughs) Buy these Rudolph sweaters, and we're going going to Scotland for the next (laughs) trip, so that's good. Scotland. John, John, what what would you say? What's a good destination I could tell some people? Montreal is an epic bachelor party spot. Just, yeah, it's awesome. What do you think, Ange? Yeah, that, I've never been to Canada. Um, oh, that was your first time? First time to Canada, and I, it's it's crazy. It's like, it, it, it's all, you know, it, it's your neighbors up north. They're all white people, but it, it feels like Europe. Like, I guess, well, they're white in Europe too, I guess. But yeah. either way, like, if it doesn't feel like you were in Canada. You feel like you're across the pond in Europe. Like people are speaking French. They're speaking English. Well, like <laughs> speaking Spanish. Yeah. And, uh, well, isn't Montreal like the heart of French? Montreal's yeah. It's in Quebec. They yeah. So it is French, French Canada, Canada. Yeah. and it's it's epic. It's awesome. The food's great. People Ooh. are. Did you do any poutine? Tolerant of Americans. You have to refresh me on what that is, but <clears throat> I think I did. Poutine's like the fries, gravy, cheese curds, right? Oh, I did not. No, no, no. No, we didn't have that no. when we were there. But I've had it. I've been to Montreal three times. Two for bachelor parties. One with my wife, just for uh, a Hawks game, and it was awesome. So I think Montreal is my number one destination. Um, Vegas bachelor parties are always fun. Vegas bachelor parties are tough when you're with a big group of guys because you can't get into places without you know putting down like a five thousand dollar deposit on a table, and then. Like committing to that one club the whole night. Yeah, because you have to do that Cause one. Because you, you have to do that club that night, and then everybody kind of splinters off and goes to wherever they got to go to. Um, but I'm biased, too. Like my, uh, Mexico was pretty fun. When we did the bachelor party in Mexico, we did 18 guys. Everybody was able to like travel together. Everybody stayed together from the most part of it. And it's, Mon- it's Mexico because it's a lawless country. You can do whatever the hell you want there. The one thing that I couldn't agree more with that I thought that was cooler than most trips that I've ever been on is the fact that we all took the same flight down there. Yeah, that was fun. It's just because, uh, like, we got to the airport at, like, 6 a.m. And you're just starting with a bang. You're just starting off strong. Every bachelor party is like that. Mark shows up with the 
pillowcase full of shooters like he just yeah. went trick or treating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so clutch. He looked so Polish walking into that. Uh, we were at Midway because we flew Southwest, and he walked up. He walked up with socks, sandals, basketball shorts that were hanging off his ass, and then a skin tight, <laughs> a skin tight American flag uh, tank top. Yeah, and it <laughs> run straight to the beach off the er- yeah. off the airplane straight Gosh. to the beach. But you know what? You go anywhere with the right crew for a bachelor party, you're gonna have fun no matter what. I couldn't agree more with that because do you remember uh, the first night when we were walking on was it Fifth Street or Sixth Street or whatever? Like the in Mexico, yeah, that like very popular yeah, street. I forget what it is. We're walking, and you know, everyone's just having a good time. We're just talking, and out of nowhere, you just look up, and there's a giant Guy Fieri sign. Do you remember that? No, but like, I remember the Guy Fieri. So we thing. walked in, and then we went into the we went into a bar right next door, and they had like a sports gambling thing in the back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had that. And there's that, a sports like, book in the back. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the beach, I don't think you can beat that. Like I'm so sick and tired of hearing people like, yeah, Mexico's okay. What about having a Corona or a Dos Equis or a Tecate mm-hmm. on the beach? 100%. Yeah. And you're it, saying mucho gracias. You're like speaking the language fluently, <laughs> perfectly, and like it's a good time. Like, you have six, seven Coronas. You can speak any language fluently. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite thing that Andrew was doing down there is he was doing one, one Spanish word with an English word. Oh, every yeah. time. So he'd be like, mucho food. food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, now, Andrew, he is bilingual because his girlfriend is of Mexican and Cuban descent. Yes, that is, that is true. And that by association, yes, I am actually trilingual, if you will. <laughs> English, Spanish, and uh, there's something else in there, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. Mexican. Me- yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mexican. That's, that's the big one. Yeah. <laughs> The native language of Mexico. Yeah. Um, any, I, well, no, I was going to say like any place that you wouldn't think of, but I feel like Montreal is a place that normally people won't think of. You know, I, this past summer, I went to a bachelor party in Milwaukee. Milwaukee was actually really fun. And it's Milwaukee's a good time. Easy to get to. We took uh, Amtrak out of Union Station, hour and a half train ride up there. You're drinking the whole way. You get off, take an Uber to our hotel. And, and Milwaukee was really, really good time. Good food, good people. It's cheap. We all like jammed into two hotel rooms and like the old Paps brewery or something like that. It was really cool. Oh. So I've only been to not my family's. I've only been to one and we went to Austin. Oh yeah. And it was no pun intended. It was awesome. It was it mm-hmm. was it was it was, it was it was so much fun. So <laughs> it was have, Austin. It was literally Austin. <laughs> so they have two they have two major streets. They have Sixth um, Street, which is they consider it like Bourbon Street, way too clean to be Bourbon Street, way too clean. Um, so that was like a very like collegey place. We went to one bar because one of the guys that was our buddy that's getting married, one of his friends from work. So no one, none of us have met him. He's like, we gotta go to this bar called the Dirty Bird. And we're like, all right, fine, go to the Dirty Bird. So we walk into the Dirty Bird, and we notice a skee-ball machine in the back. And I was like, well, I'll toss my hand in the ring. I'll throw a couple hundreds. So <laughs> we walk up there, and it was me and my buddy Jake were playing. And these two girls come up to us, and we're like, oh, Austin, pretty fun. And so they're talking to us, and they ask us if we go to Texas, you know, the university. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, I went to Iowa. He went to U of I. She's like, oh, what year are you guys? And we're like, I was like, I'm 25, we're out. And we're like, what year are you guys? And they're like, oh, we're freshmen. And so 
me and Jake just start booking him. We're like, oh, very nice meeting you. So we walk up to the guy. I'm not going to name his name. We walk up to him. We're like, hey, um, where are we? He's like, oh, it's the only 18 and up bar on 6th Street. I was like, let's get out of here. What are you talking about? <laughs> we had people coming up to us like, hey, can you buy me a beer, man, with like big X's on their hands? Oh, I was like, geez. no. Like, I'm only 25. I'm not, well, I'm 26 now, but I'm not old, but like, I felt a little old. So Austin was great though. We, every, everything was like outdoors. The first day, we just drank at the house. We had fun. And then we woke up the next day and we had a bus pick us up and take us to basically a lazy river. But it was like a float trip. So all 20 of us got in the got into the river. They tied us all together on these tubes. They give us tubes just for you to bring coolers and stuff. And it was just six hours of just going down there. That sounds awesome. And That's then, beautiful. I don't know if we told you this. I can tell this story because everyone pretty much knows it. John and Alex. So we had a buddy system. Body. You know, yeah, body system. Body. <laughs> and you know John. He's a little bit reckless. And so they were talking to some people. And we, we had to like, we, we only had like six hours to get to the end. So we were, we were cutting it a little close. We're like, oh, we got to actually keep going. So you start paddling. So they stayed back, him and Alex, because they were the buddy system. You know, you got to stick together. They got out on the wrong thing. So they got out in someone's backyard, uh-huh. which is pretty funny. So they had no shirts, no shoes, no wallet, no phone. And we were an hour and a half away from the Airbnb. So they were just strolling around. So they got into someone else's bus, and I guess the bus driver's like, you got to get out of here. And they were explaining, like, we don't have anything. Like, we don't have a phone. We don't have anything. Like, can we use your phone? The guy's like, no, I'll just drop you off in Austin. You can do whatever. So they drop him off in downtown Austin on that 6th Street. Um, we're on the bus. We waited for an hour and a half for them. We couldn't find it. We even did a couple of search parties, three to be exact. And so we're on the bus on the way home, and Connor gets a message for some random guy on Facebook. So we're thinking like, oh, it's got to be the guys, right? So it's it's John and this guy named Isaac's phone or Isaac's Facebook. And it's just like, help me. I need to get home. Like We're stranded out here. So we're trying to like figure it out. We're trying to talk to this guy. But this guy's like, I guess he was just like a guy on his lunch break because it was a Friday at like one. So he's just like, no, I'm at this Popeye's just trying to get lunch and go home. <laughs> so six hours later, they just stroll in. They stroll in the house and they're son. They're, they're Irish and German, so son was not, not their friend. So they're just all bur- burnt. They got a married couple to just buy them an Uber home. So that was very nice. But here's where the story gets really interesting. So we go out to this bar on 6th Street, and it's like one of the coolest bars I've ever been to. is all open. So we're on this like upstairs patio. And I'm going to say the real story because I'm not going to lie. So we're standing there, and it's like five minutes after we get to this bar. And I see this girl probably like where John is. So, but you know, it's a loud bar. I see her point to Alex and whisper to her friend. Probably she was yelling, but I think it's a whisper. She's like, that's the guy that threw up on himself earlier. And so I'm like, what? So I walk up and I was like, hey, like not to be weird. I didn't mean to like eavesdrop in your conversation. I was like, are you talking about that guy? Like, yeah, you would not believe this guy. And I was like, this is my buddy. I was like, this is my friend. And so their story that they told us about the whole afternoon couldn't have been further from the truth. So we ran in. And so we're talking to the girl. Who walks by? Isaac. Isaac's friends with the girls. So he's like, oh, wait. How do you guys know these two tall guys? And we're like, oh, they're they're a buddy. We're on a bachelor party. What are the odds that we run into these people? There's 86 bars on the street. 
and we walk into the one that they're at. And so they're telling us, they're like, yeah, like Isaac was like, oh man, like I'm sorry. You know, I was like, I was trying to So what to happened? He threw up phone. on himself? So he threw up on himself. So they got kicked off the bus, allegedly. <laughs> There's no cameras. What kind of bus? Was it a school bus? Kind of. Yeah, like a, like a small one. Yeah. And so they got kicked off, and I guess they tried getting into the bar with those people. Obviously, they didn't let them in. They had nothing. And I guess Costigan, so he didn't even drink that much. He's just like super white. So he got sun poisoning. And you know, like that. And so he was just puking. Because he's like, you know, I mean, he was in the sun for, I mean, they were gone for almost 12 hours. So you got to think in that straight (laughs) sun, no no sunscreen, because obviously it ran out. They were in the water and everything. So we heard the whole story about that. But, I mean, what are the odds that we run into these people? Dude, it's crazy. It was one of the best stories that I ever I ever heard. And that's, I, a, that's a condition I still don't fully understand. I feel like modern medicine hasn't really uh, dissected what exactly, what the hell is sun poisoning? How does, <laughs> how does a sun poison a human? If you, what does they, that mean? They looked like Larry the Lobster when they walked in. And I'm colorblind. I really can't see red, but I was like... <laughs> I mean, I've, I've gotten pretty sunburned. Oh. oh, he was red, all right. A bulma. <laughs> yeah, he sure was. <laughs> uh, let's do it, Larry. That's all right. Yeah, I, I know what a lobster looks like. Um, yeah, he's a lobster. I don't know if you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got three arms, two legs, <laughs> walk upright. Yeah, I know what a lobster is. All right, let's get into Taboo Tuesday. So Taboo Tuesday, obviously, it's not Tuesday, but we normally do the podcast every Tuesday, and so every couple of times a month, we do a taboo situation. We like to hear everyone's take on it. So I'm going to give you two out of the five that we've done. I would like to hear your take on it. One, pineapple on pizza. No. What's wrong with it? That's exactly my point. Yeah, what's wrong with it? What do you mean? Pineapple anchovy? (laughs) (laughs) Pineapple anchovy or pineapple, peanut butter, and gumball? Well, that's Mr. Deeds. <laughs> yeah, I knew that one at least. I mean, it's the the sweet and salty. It's it's. I it's have delicious. no problems with it. I think it's fine. Oh, it's, it's delicious. Gross. I like pineapple, it, green onion, or green pepper. Oh. Green pepper. Oh, you don't go meat with the pineapple. You go another veggie. Well, I'll do meat. Toss it on there. I've done onion with pineapple and some sort of a pork product. Yeah. Pepperoni, bacon, ham, sweet and salty. So you're you're on board. Why are you so against it? I think it's I know you disgusting. make your own pizza. I think it's really gross. I think that fruit should be on pizza. Why do you put honey on pizza then? It's uh, it's sweet. It's not a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's sweet, unlike fruit. <laughs> I do. I put honey on a prosciutto pizza, prosciutto honey, crushed red pepper, and I put it on there because prosciutto is so salty. You need to cut the salt. It with is something such a good sweet. Oh, you mean to say you do like a sweet and salty type of thing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not against sweet and salty. I like uh, chocolate covered pretzels. Love those. Eat those all the time. But on pizza, when you're when you're mixing cheese, it's salty. You're mixing um, tomatoes. It's acidic. And then you're going to put some more sweet and salt on top. Just pe- uh, pineapple just grosses me out. I don't like pineapple in general either. I think it's too oh, okay. too sour. That, that <laughs> narrows it down then. So that's a pretty fair one. I'm a, I'm a big fan of pineapple on pizza. Uh, yesterday's Taboo Tuesday was, is hot dog a sandwich? Oh, dude, we've been doing this for hot dog. 15 years. <laughs> hot dog. No, it's a hot dog. Yeah, it's a hot dog. It's not a sandwich. It's a hot it's dog. Hot dog. Why isn't it a sandwich? Because I think it's a sandwich. Because it's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. It's just a hot dog. Yeah, that's not a good answer. It's a cylindrical cased meat of... So what about a beef combo? It's not a sandwich? No. 
It's not a beef sandwich? A beef sandwich, yeah. Beef sandwich beef. is its own thing, but it's not like I don't consider it a sandwich. I consider a sandwich two separate pieces of bread not connected with okay. s- shit in the middle. So what about Subway? Subway's Ugh. bears connected? Subway's disgusting. Subway's... What about a hoagie roll? What about a sub bun? Is anyone what about a French roll? Is anyone old enough to remember when Subway used to cut their bread yeah. on a diagonal from both ends so the whole top came off and it fit nice and, and yeah, tight? Yeah, when we were kids, like that's a, like how they used to do it. And, and then they fit. put the, the bread on top of so it So that way, what a concept. That way, when you push it together, it doesn't push all the innards, like crush it and, and squeeze it to the outside where it's all falling out. I, I think Subway really did themselves a disservice by switching that up, but... Just, I'm like just dating myself. I just thought I, I would bring that up. Cold like cut combo. <laughs> yeah, I like that delicious. you said, is anyone old enough? You're the same age older than me. <laughs> no, no, no. If you recall, Do I you am 13 that? days older. No. You don't remember that, yeah. Well, yeah. I get the flatbread. Those were the days. It's the only bread I've ever gotten. Those were the, that's when Subway was actually good. Subway is so gross now. Yeah, I can't stand I, I'm it. I'm kind of with you. Yeah, it is not good. In college, so I live behind a Subway. You guys both know that. Remember? Yeah, you guys know. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So in college, literally, I would eat Subway three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because I would wake up and I would go to the train, go downtown for class. I would stop at Subway to get a breakfast sandwich. And then they had a Subway at DePaul right across the street. So I'd eat Subway for lunch and then I'd get a Subway on my way back home for dinner. And it's like guilt-free. Subways? I eat three Subways a day for like two, three years. You went Big Jared on us? Yeah, it was gross. It was disgusting. Yeah, that's when people thought Subway was healthy. Yeah, yeah, we, we were uh, yeah, all, yeah, they got us with that. That's when Jared was at his heyday. You didn't keep yeah, going with they the... they looked at a search history. I was going to say, you didn't continue with the Jared trend. You j- you stopped at sandwiches, right? I don't diddle kids. Is that what you're going with? I, I didn't say it, but I'm <laughs> just asking if you stopped at the sandwiches. <laughs> <all right? laughs> so, uh, I don't diddle kids. I think it's a sandwich because it's two two breads, meat, cheese, meat, veggies. I don't know how it's not a sandwich. Well, there's relish on there. That's kind. Of, I mean, yeah, te- technically, pickles it's, on it's, a sandwich. It, it's got vegetables in it, but it's it's relish though. I guess you it's can say you can it's argue like it has relish. all the characteristics of a sandwich, but it's a hot dog. It doesn't. It's its own thing. Is a pizza puff a piece of pizza? Well, no, because <laughs> it's not a piece of pizza, but it is still a pizza. Is a pizza puff a pizza? Yeah. What do you oh, think? Oh yeah. I don't know. Cheese, bread, sauce. That reminds me of Sir Nick's. Low key, if you guys are ever looking for a good uh, Sunday. I can't believe you dropped Sir Nick's. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to Hoffman. Yeah. Um, well, there was one uh, around my old house uh, when I lived in Streamwood, but they take a medium pie, they fold it in half. Any ingredients you want, a regular pizza, medium, fold it in half, and they deep fry that sucker. And that's their. They call it a calzone? Or they, they, they call, call it a, a pocket. I think they call it a pizza pocket. Hmm. But it's pretty epic, and if you really feel like, you know, feeling like shit for the next, I don't know, <laughs> 24 to 48 hours, I, I would recommend that. If, you, if you're if you into sitting on the couch and doing that with your football on Sundays, All right, not let's a bad go option. that route. What is your favorite fat Sunday meal if you want to feel like shit for the next two days? Is that, is I mean, we're in Chicago here. Yeah. I think you can, what do you I, go for? Can, can I, I think honest? you know where I'm going with this. I mean, I mean, right now I'm thinking crisp. I'm thinking a Chi-Town chicken bowl. See, I don't even know That's what that a is. fat Sunday? It's like a Korean place on Broadway, right by my place. Well, oh, You've had it. I thought you just meant like a good... Korean fried chicken. I thought you meant like just like a big meal on Sunday. Like a fat meal. If you're saying, I'm just going to let myself go today, I'm hungover, I'm just going to eat as much shit crap food as I can. Mm. Got to go Lou Malnavis. Lou's? 
Blues is very good. You don't got to leave your couch. You don't got to move. Yeah. Dude, crisp is good, though. Crisp is good. Crisp is good. Would you guys ever be interested in investing probably... Sold. (laughs) (laughs) You had me at interested. I have $37 How much do you need? Because it is an expensive cheat meal. But uh, I have this thing where I got to do this before I move because I am leaving. I am leaving the Chicagoland area. So I, I have a thing. I plan on getting Lou Malnati's, Giordano's, and Gino's East. All delivered the same day to my house so I can have an actual official taste test. None of this, like, oh, I had lose last week. It was way better than what I'm having I'm right now. for that. Because what? you got to have it in front of you. I, no, I know lose is the best. I know, but I just got to see it. Gino's is dog shit, though. Dude, Gino's East is delicious. Gino's, Gino's is delicious. I would say, if you said that about Giordano's, I, I would say you're onto something. Yeah, I don't like Giordano's. Too much cheese. You can noticeably tell that Giordano's is not as good at Lou. They have as the Luz. worst dough out of anything. Oh, so see, I live I right by Giordano's, so you know oh, yeah. you're it's soft. by Giordano's. They have the worst crust it's of all soft. time. It's soft. It doesn't, like, cut up your gums when you when you bite into it. But me and Kayla, every time we walk there, we got it the first time I moved in here and every time we walk by we just look no one's eating the crust crust is dog shit we're talking giordano's they're deep dish they're doing wrong no he's talking gino's east no 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 they got soft crust no i'm talking uh giordano's oh you were talking giordano's i I live by giordano's oh okay yeah giordano i don't know it it didn't do it for me it didn't do it but what did it for me is it might have been because i hadn't had gino's east in so long and i was super hungry that day but i don't know so recency bias but i was sitting there and i i like the thought came to me like is this better than Luz? Don't say it. Andrew, st- I had to stop myself. Like, th- There's no way this is better than Luz. But you it, said that about Gino's East? It's really damn good right now. That's well, that's why we got to put it to rest, and we got to invest yeah. a little uh, a little pizza challenge someday. One I'm in days. on this investment. Real quick. And uh, it's an expensive meal, but I'm okay. What do you think about, have you ever heard of flavor tripping? <laughs> no. Oh, so, I th- wait, maybe. go Tell me what it is, but I think so. So our buddy Ferran has them. Um, there's like these pills yeah and they're super weird so you take them and it like swip like swaps your taste buds so you could just eat a lemon and it tastes really sugary and you could like drink a beer or drink a pop and it just tastes like you're just downing sugar it's very strange yeah, I, I actually just heard about that. this like within the last like five days. I, I somebody brought this up, and yeah. it's, it's supposed weird. to deter you from know. eating sugar or something like that. No, I think you it's don't just like, like a cool thing. People I think, do. man, it just reminds me of pineapple on a pizza. You don't do it, right? <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> you do don't it. mess with your taste buds <laughs> like that. You don't do it. <laughs> Remember Warheads, Willy Wonka. Warheads that, that's probably good. that's probably what those pills are. Like you just put a bunch of Warheads in your mouth, and your taste buds are just fucked. So you just mouth. can't taste. Anything. You can't taste anything. Like, oh, I mean, this might taste like shit. I can't tell though. I'm flavor tripping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so this is flavor tripping. <laughs> uh, so our next on the agenda is going to be old school games. And the old the reason I'm bringing up these old school games is John and Andrew. Um, I know we skipped over how you met. Mom really wanted us to bring those up. Sorry, Mom. We're not going to talk about that right now. So these guys played Super Mario Bros. 3 on NES for, I think, close to 14 years without beating it because you couldn't save. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, know you couldn't save Because you couldn't save. Yeah. And so I remember the one time Andrew <laughs> stayed at our house forever. for almost a month over summer. Like, you, you would go back. Legit. You would go yeah. back to Roselle, but then, like, you would. Like most of a month, you were sleeping. At I would place. stay like five, six days at a time. Would, yeah, you know what I'm talking bring, about. Yeah, yeah. And you guys beat it. And I remember. Like, because they're they're seven uh, years older than me, and so um, I remember like the excitement you guys got when you got the last whistle to just skip two levels that you always got stuck on to go to the last level to the last world. And I remember when you guys beat it, when you guys beat the last Bowser, gotcha. you guys were like, 
hugging. You knocked over the little like uh, uh, Blackhawks. It was in my room. Locker. We probably knocked yeah. over your ironing board that was in your room. <laughs> Fifth grade John had an ironing board. Just going to throw that out there. And they lost their minds, and I didn't get it. So what What are some other old school games? Because games now are like movies. So what's yeah. what's a couple of good old school games when you guys think of it? I oh. think Sonic is just a yeah. classic. And, and one Sega. thing I love about Sonic is the music. As weird as that sounds, like I, I can, it's like a, a EDM. Like the EDM like craze of, of today like skrillex produced it dude they they should be all over sonic for that reason alone no <laughs> skrillex was like five when that game came out i think actually didn't michael jackson like produce music in sonic or one of one of those like prolific old school video really? games i honestly oh. think it was i think it was Looking sonic up. when i think of old school games i always go back to the games that we played at your house because we only had nes at our house when we were kids but andrew had Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Atari. You had Atari too at your dad's house. Yeah. And then you had, um, you're the first person that had PlayStation that I knew. Yeah. So the games that I loved playing on NES or on Super Nintendo, Zombie Ate My Neighbors. Oh, how Remember Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Yeah, that was very underrated. Nobody's heard of that back home listening. <laughs> Nobody's heard of it. It is such a cool game. And there's like 48 levels. Oh my God, it was awesome. There were like babies running around with chainsaws. Just it was awesome. Zombies ate my neighbors. Battletoads, and then Battletoads was on Sega. Yeah, Sega classic. So any uh, our Super Nintendo zombie zombies ate my neighbors. Sega was uh, Battletoads, and then PlayStation was Parappa the Rapper. Oh, <laughs> do you remember that game? that game? <laughs> Kick punch. It's all in the mind. <laughs> yes. I do agree with that. See, like when I think of old school games, I'm thinking of like uh, like N64. So I think of like uh, Super Mario Party 2, uh, obviously Smash, and then um, GoldenEye. Kart. GoldenEye, yeah, for yeah, sure. Kart and yeah, Mario everyone's Kart. favorite. What yeah. was the one game that you would automatically get when you got N64? It was like oh, a fox that... It was Mario. Blitz. No, what was Oh, Mario? wait, 64. Um, it was like a fox that... Oh, Star Fox. Star Fox. Yeah. That was a good game, too. No, Star Fox is a good game. I just thought Turok was really cool. You guys had Turok. Oh, Turok. Yeah, Turok. I thought that was cool, was cool just because there were so many damn weapons that you could choose from. And you're yeah. just killing dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, now, so we're going to go into old school TV shows. And the reason that I came up with this for us is when we were all in Cabo, um, we, we so Andrew went on a couple uh, vacations with us, and this was the time that he didn't get bit by a shark. He um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> got to narrow it down. I did not get bit by. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All so right. that, that one, I remember we would always rush home because at nine o'clock their time, they had Keenan and Cal playing. Uh, it would be like before we oh went out with like man. the menagens and stuff, we would always like watch that. So what are some like old school? Cause Disney plus is a thing. And now the Nickelodeon's coming back. I mean, obviously you saw, I was watching Hey Arnold downstairs. Nickelodeon just got all the rights or I'm sorry. Netflix got all the rights to Nickelodeon. Um, so I don't know. What are I know some what of the I'll best be shots or shows back in the day? I think "Salute oh. Your Shorts" jumps off right oh, yeah. right away, yeah. uh, and Never it was short. Heard of it. See yeah. what? Oh, these darn kids today. "Salute Your Shorts" was it had, awesome. It had Donkey Lips. It had Buttnick. <laughs> Buttnick was the bully. Donkey Lips it went on to have a career as, as a, a regular fat guy, a small role fat guy in movies. Um, what was live action? The, the counselor. Yeah, name. yeah. Camp Anawana. We and hold you in our hearts. Yeah, his name, his name was Ugg, but coined by the the campers. 
Kevin Lee or his name was yeah it was something Lee. His and, last name was Lee, so the they kids, called him Ugly. They just started chanting. It was episode oh, one. Good. They started chanting Ugg. Ugg, ugly, ugly, and that, and he was ugly from then on. Yeah, and that was, that was a classic. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's an awesome one. I, yeah, I'll say. What was that one show? Are you afraid of the dark? Was good. Did you uh, know they're bringing it back. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're bringing it back. Are you afraid of the dark? Was good. Um, what was the one with Heifer? Oh, Rocco's modern. Chick- yeah, no. Rocco's Rocco, modern yeah. life was a good one. Rocco Stampy was, was good. Ren and Stimpy, I was always weirded out by Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> kind of like today, how I'm weirded out by um, who's the who's the great producer who does all the creepy cartoons that are very popular. He did like Coraline and like James and the Giant Peach and just like weird. Oh, Mike Tim Burton? Burton. Burton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like reminded me of one of those where I'm like, I'm a kid. This is a cartoon. I'm supposed to like feel bubbly and. This is like really weirding yeah, me out right now. Weird. I don't know. Like, mom, can you, like, <laughs> give me the remote or something? Were you weirded out then by uh, Nightmare Before Christmas with Jack Skellington? Yeah, and, and I, I thought like of that, and that's actually the exception. I love that movie. <laughs> that's a Tim Burton movie. But I think w- the difference with that is it's a Halloween movie, so it's supposed to be creepy. Oh, and then you, you did get yeah. a taste of the Christmas and, and you know, the cool, uh, cool cartoon, cool graphics and whatnot. I did like that. So for, for people not this old... Um, <laughs> the the shows that I loved is Cat Dog, uh, Codenames Kid Next Door, Ned's Declassified, um, Hey Arnold, it's a banger, and then last banger. probably uh, <laughs> banger, <laughs> Dexter's Laboratory, DD. Oh yeah, oh, yeah DD, get yeah. out of my laboratory. Yeah, those Cartoon Networks. You're a Cartoon Network guy. I'm more of a Nickelodeon. I was definitely. Yeah. And then there was Disney Kids as well. Yeah, I was, I was Nickelodeon. Yeah, so Nickelodeon re- was us all day. The reason I brought this up is because Disney Plus is a big thing. And so we were rewatching like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Uh, we watched um, uh, Johnny Tsunami. Oh, you yeah. guys remember the Disney yeah. Channel? So the Disney Channel original movies, which we only watched Johnny Tsunami, that like kind of held up. It was fine. But all of the Disney shows that we've been like rewatching, like That's a Raven stuff, is terrible. Just I just hate it now. But I can go back to any Nickelodeon show like Hey Arnold. I'm already on season two. <laughs> I love it. And you know what I think they did so well in old school cartoons and like Rugrats and everything? They broke it up into two episodes per oh, episode. Rugrats. Oh, Forgot you're right. Rugrats. They did. Doug was two episodes per 30 minutes. Really? Same with Rocco's. And Doug. I and forgot Rocco about Doug. Too? Yeah. I think that's so much better. And you hey, two Arnold. You're right. minute episodes and it's perfect. Yeah. Such good for oh. like, it's such an easy watch. Wow. Yeah, stumped you on that one, right? Yeah. That was good shit. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. You're That's welcome. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So now they're all coming back to Netflix. So all of them are coming to Netflix. You can watch they're going to make new episodes, brand new episodes? No, they're bringing back the old ones. Here's the only thing I'm mad about. They're not bringing back Rocket Power. Oh, yeah, that was, woogity, yeah. Woogity, woogity, was that Nickelodeon? And that was a little mm-hmm. later. That, that wasn't Uncle Tito? Uh, that wasn't one of the originals with Rugrats and Doug. But yeah, that was that was definitely was had a, a strong I've been rewatching stage. Doug. What was the other one? Ah, Real Monsters. That's yeah. what's on my shirt. When yeah. the, the two yeah. monsters that, that is was holding a good his show. Holding a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and their fun. club is underneath the sewers. <laughs> Our, do you remember Hey Dude? Yes. that I thought of that when I was saying uh, the Camp Anawana. Yeah, uh, it was after. Yeah. Yeah, same genre type of live action, the actual actors. Yeah, yeah. Or you know what, Boy Meets World was good too. Did you yeah. know they came Corey out with Girl Meets World? Yeah, that was good for Disney. Yeah, it was they came out with Girl Meets World. Oh yeah. And it's Corey and Tabanga being the parents. 
Was it as successful mm. as the girls' Ghostbusters? Didn't watch a single episode, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So yeah. there you go. You answered my question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'm out of the demographic of Girl Meets World. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of 12-year-old girls running around. I think I'm out of that. <laughs> um, the one thing about Boy Meets World that I always remember is when Corey's going on his first date, he is doing the mouthwash, but then he swallows it. And his brother's like, whoa, what are you doing? He's like, well, if I burp, you know, it comes out smelling minty fresh. Low-key, genius. I've never done it, but, like, <laughs> that's that's a good call. I do that all the time. Every time I drink mouthwash. I drink the last little bit. I spit out half and I drink half. That's a great idea to mask yeah. the hot dog sandwich breath, I hope. Met the hot dog, <laughs> hot dog sandwich breath. <laughs> uh, way to bring it back. Okay, everyone, it's time for that part of the show. It's doing the rank. And so this rank, I feel like there's no better rank to do with these guys is, as you can hear, all they're doing is bringing up old school TV references and movie references. So we are going to do a rank of the top Mount Rushmore of movie quotes. And so how we do it on this, so you guys know, is we instead of going T to B, top to bottom, we go bottom to top. So you're four to one. Oh. Who would like to start? Go ahead, John. <laughs> <laughs> is it a snake draft, or you want me to just go rattle off my four? No, all four. All four of movie quotes. My fourth favorite movie quote is, <laughs> yeah, um, Happy Gilmore quote. He's like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no. no. <laughs> Happy Gilmore is an awesome movie. Oh, yeah. That's One of his only yeah, 364 true. days more until hockey season or yeah. hockey tryouts. <laughs> That's my fourth. Third, I'm going to go with a heavyweight's quote where he goes, how do you like the food here at Camp Hope? Wait till the food's great. Wait till I finish the question. <laughs> okay. When he's doing the promotion video. When he's doing yeah. the video. Yeah. So how do you like the food here at Camp Hope? I love the food. Wait till I finish the question. <laughs> I was thinking you were gonna go. I purposely didn't put it on my list because I thought you were gonna go with it. The uh, lunch is canceled. Due to lack of hustle, <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Today's keyword is value. Do you have any? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's your three and four. So that's my, yeah, three, four, two. I'm going to go with, my mind keeps going to Heavyweights because it's just such a great movie. Is when it is my favorite movie. It's such a great movie. At the end of the, at the, end of the movie, when Tony Perkins Senior, Senior comes on the screen and he's, he's giving a speech and they're like, Mr. Tony Perkins Senior. And he goes, Papa. that's uh that's my second and then my first favorite movie quote of all time i don't know come back to me let me let me give it some thought i'm gonna do a little shout because i didn't have it on mine but the um the uh hey new kid help me get these salamis off my back (laughs) i think is a great one yeah it's a good one that's a really good that's a really good oh heavyweight's making a because i don't have it on mine so i have to do it uh, Andrew, what do you got? We're coming back to his number one. I thought you wrote these down. <laughs> I did write them down, but I didn't memorize them. So I'm going to start with, uh, it's a little lengthy. It's a classic. So instead, you come into my house on the day my daughter is married. <laughs> and you ask me to do murder for money. And what I love about this is it's so <laughs> versatile. And you can use it in your day-to-day life. Like when I go to the gym and somebody's asking me for my squat rack, I say, 
you come to me on the day of my leg, <laughs> the day of leg training, and you ask to borrow my squat rack. <laughs> you never once offered the spots. <laughs> so it's very, yeah, it's applicable uh, to many, many uh, points of life. Um, another one, another serious movie, but one of my top, definitely top five movie of mine. What country are you from? What? What in the country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? What? Say what again? <laughs> Pulp Fiction. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, yeah. It's the, it's the Samuel, right? In the opening oh, scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Or not the opening scene, but. All right, gotta, gotta lighten it up with a little, little comedy. So you're saying there's a chance. And that's another one <laughs> that is good where one. I, I swear I hear that quote like on a weekly basis oh, in my I say life. It all the time. Yeah, you, you just, you What's always all hear that, that. One in a million talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So applicable. Um, and then number one, it's short and sweet. You fucked up. You trusted us. Oh, yeah. Animal <laughs> that's House. Just, it's classic. Yeah, that Animal House. That is a good one. Just like, God, that's a good one. That is a good one. What do you think in trusting us, your brothers, your best friends? What do you think in trusting us? Like, I love that. <laughs> okay. So when I have – that was a very good rank. Both of you guys were still coming back to your number one. I can't wait. But So my number four is from Austin Powers. Mole, a bloody mole. We aren't supposed to talk about the bloody mole. There's a bloody mole <laughs> winking at me right in the face. I want to chop it off and make guacamole. <laughs> I mean, that's great. It's just, that I like that he brings up the point, like, we're not supposed to talk about it, but how am I not supposed to talk about it with a winking me right in the face? And he's literally a mole, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, um, next, we have... Um, uh, I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Oh, yeah. That's a good meet one. the parents. Yeah. Meet that's the, a great yeah. one. It's just a good one where he's talking about his farms. <laughs> just, well, yeah. I got, <laughs> I got nipples, Greg. Um, number four is going to – or I'm sorry. Number two is going to be from 40-Year-Old Virgin. First of all, you're throwing a lot of big words at me. I don't understand them, so I'm going to take them as disrespect. It's <laughs> <That's, laughs> a young kind of heart. I love that because I use it so good. many times. If anyone's tossed out some big words, go, I don't know that. I don't know those words, so I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> and, and the best thing is, all he's saying is nice things. <laughs> it's just, first of all, he's throwing a lot of big words at me. I'm going to take them as disrespect. Oh, I like that. And then number one is going to be heavyweights. Sometimes life goes your way, and other times you file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Don't let anybody ever sign your checks. <laughs> Don't let anybody sign their checks. Jesus. And I love you work your whole life. I love that line so much because he's – that's right after the mom's like, we're going to stay strong. He's like, sometimes life goes your way. And sometimes he just starts breaking down in front of all the kids. So I love that one. <laughs> that is a good one. <clears throat> I'm going to say my number one has got to be good fellas when he's doing the funny how. Funny like a clown, but I amuse you. <laughs> no, it's funny how you how you talk. Blah, blah, blah. How you tell the story. Yeah, that's a good I one. I love that. Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night. Last night, cause I, my sleep schedule was off because I, I worked a couple overnights these past couple weeks. That's so, a brag. Yeah, so, uh, so I wake up at like 12. I fall asleep at like 7. I'll wake up at like 12. I'm like, now what do I do? And I found myself in a wormhole, and there I was watching that exact scene. And really? Yeah, yeah. That, that is a great scene. And then uh, it went on from there. Uh, yeah. I'll say one of my favorite Andrew quotes, Andrew jokes, is <laughs> recent, actually, when – he was working uh, at the emergency room. A pizza guy walked in with a pizza, and he's like, "Anybody order? What did what did they say? Anybody order the sausage and peppers or whatever?" And Andrew comes out in front of the whole emergency room, and goes, "Is that 
What did you say? The pineapple and anchovy? <laughs> no, or, not mine. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did that in front of everyone? Uh, oh, nobody gets it either. They're just like, oh, there's that weird guy again. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> a guy ordered a pineapple and anchovy pizza? Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things you did is on your first date with Liz, he took him to a, what, Village Tavern? And so they don't have oh, any. They, yeah. They only have, <laughs> for people that have never had it, they have really good chicken tenders and nachos, but they also don't have any booths. So he made his girl on their very first date walk in and ask if they have a booth. I love that because. <laughs> Did lo- you know they didn't have any booths? Yeah, that was, that was part of the plan all along. I was going to get her. <laughs> I chose Village for that joke. That's good. Oh, because low-key, that is something you should never do on a first date, like m- embarrass the person. Well, but also, high-key, I love it. Her guard is completely down. All she's doing is thinking about that in her head, and that way you can tell all these jokes and stuff, and they just land because she's like, at least I'm not thinking about my miss-up. And another <laughs> thing, what kind of man, like on a first date, is going to like, you know, all meek and like, quite like, oh, can you ask them for a, for a booth? Like, oh, I'm too shy to ask them for a booth. Can you ask them? And, and then, lo and behold, it's a joke on you. Hey, it's 2020. I think it's rude to not let them ask for the table. That's true. That's true. That's good. She's a traditionalist, though. <laughs> she wants me to ask for the booth. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Um, a big thank you to John and Andrew for coming on. This podcast is, I think we're all going to agree, we're going to have to do this again. Uh, this was too much fun. Um, uh, remember, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Beer League Official. Um, also remember, we're still doing the, for a full year, we are going to do anytime you subscribe on iTunes and Instagram, we are going to donate $1. Half proceeds go to the Children's Hospital in Iowa. And half the proceeds go to Alzheimer's Research for Fall Catalog Night. So, yeah, go ahead and do that. And once again, thank you guys very much for listening, and have a good one. Thanks for having us.